Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and we are back at it, back at it, back at it again. We're going to be talking Jets, and boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to cover. Injuries left and right. You got Vinny Curry now out for the season. We've already lost Lawson. We lost Gerard Davis. Beckton has a concussion, supposedly, has a possible concussion. He left practice today. Rankins with a leg injury. Mims with a hip injury. <laughs> things are just, things are going a little crazy, all right? You know, there's a lot to discuss. We're going to be talking about the, uh, you know, the Packers game as well, our, our preseason game against the Packers, some of the, you know, some of the good spots and some of the bad spots. We're also going to be talking about the upcoming game as well against the Eagles. So it's just a lot to cover, folks. So listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, we need some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, let's go ahead and get into the show. I am fired up. I'm fired up. I'm fired up fired up as I can be, you know, a lot of frustration in the fan base, and I can't wait to get to it. Listen, I'm also on iTunes as well. Check your boy out on iTunes, the Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes. Subscribe to my iTunes podcast, and hey, why don't you give your boy a five-star rating, you know what I'm saying? And leave your boy some feedback, why don't you? You know, please. I see feedback, you know, on there, and I want to thank everybody that does, but I want to keep that going. Please drop your comment. Let me know how you feel about the show, what your thoughts are about it. I see a lot of positive feedback as well. People really enjoy the content that I put out. Salutes to Mr. Magics again. I saw him in there. You know, I see some five-star ratings as well. Thank you, folks. Just continue to give me your feedback. I love uh, hearing about what you guys think and, uh, you know, seeing, what, seeing that people like what I'm doing here. I'm also on Blog Talk Radio as well, Long Beach Joe Show on Blog Talk Radio. You can check me out there. Uh, you know, my show's up there, so please follow me across on my Blog Talk Radio as well. I'm also streaming live while I do the radio show. For those of you that are listening to the Blog Talk Live, I'm also streaming on YouTube as well, doing the live radio show there as well. You can hear the audio and see the video of my beautiful face. You know what I'm saying? Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. You can check me out there. That's where I live stream. I also put other content up there as well with the New York Jets. We also do all kinds of fun stuff there, too. We game. We do all kinds of things on that channel. So it's just not uh, Jets content. It's a lot of other content on there, too. And just enjoying ourselves, you know, so we have a lot of fun. So please subscribe when you go to Long Beach Joe Jets. Turn on your notifications and give those videos a thumbs up. But now time to get into it, boy. The New York Jets have found themselves in quite a situation. We have quite a bit of players now injured. We're losing a lot of guys. You know, these joint practices have hurt us. As You know, we saw we lost Lawson uh, in the joint practice against the Packers. He's done for the season. He's been put on IR. Then we played the Packers. There were some shining moments there. Um, you know, our defense had some issues. <laughs> our defense had some issues. You know what I mean? We had some issues stopping the run. They ran all over us. And when I talk about they ran hard, they ran hard. Listen, the Packers with Dylan, they were running like crazy. I think it was Dylan and Hill, their running backs. They just went off, went off completely. And they just did their thing. The holes that they were running through was crazy. This defense struggled to stop them. And, again, the Packers 
were playing a lot of second-string guys. Their starting quarterback was Kurt Bankert. That's like their third-string guy. It wasn't Love. It wasn't Rodgers. They had some backup guys in there as well. You know, their running backs were backups. A lot, some of the guys along that offensive line were backups as well, and they were able to get down with the get-down. And they were taking care of business up front. They were very physical with us, and they ran the ball straight at us, and we struggled to stop it. Mind you, we had a lot of starters out there, a lot of starters. C.J. Mosley was out there. You know, we had guys out there. Gerard Davis, who now is not going to be back until week six, he was out there. We had guys out there, starters. Hall, a lot of our starting defense was out there, and they struggled to stop that run against the Packers. And I am not, I am not, you know, going crazy over here. I want to make this very clear. I'm not panicking. I'm just saying we struggled to stop the run against the Packers backup, you know, second string, almost third string squad. So we got to clean that up going forward. There was some shining uh, guys out there. I want to, you know, I'm a positive guy. Eccles, you know, he looked solid, but he also went down and practiced today with a leg injury. So we'll see when he comes back. Uh, JT Hassel, he looked solid. Uh, Lamar Jackson had an interception. So there were some bright spots. There were some things to build upon. But we got a clean thing up. Even Mosley had a flag. I didn't really like that flag either. He pretty much tackled the running back before the guy could really get out and run his route. So, you know, that Packers game defensively, there's some things we got to check. There's some things we got to get better at. Now, offensively, I thought the Jets looked pretty solid. Let me tell you something. Zach Wilson, we continue to see this guy continue forward, and he's really doing his thing. He's the he's, he's real deal. We're going to continue to see him build and get better going into the season, but you're starting to see those flashes, those sparks, those things that we want to see out of young rookie quarterbacks, right? And one of the things that we saw that really warmed my heart was the fact that Zach can get out of the pocket, get away from the rush, keep his eyes down the field, and make plays with his arm. We saw that constantly. We saw him move outside the pocket, get a throw down the field, and make things happen. So he looked really, really good. I think he was 9 for 11 with 128 yards. His connection with Corey Davis was very, very solid. Corey Davis had himself a day as well. Four catches, 70 yards. A lot of people weren't talking about Corey Davis. He kind of got pushed to the side with all the talk about Elijah Moore, who's phenomenal, who I can't wait to see. We just got him back. I'll be talking about him a little bit in a second. All the talk about Denzel Mims having a breakout year as well. A lot of people kind of sleep on Corey Davis and what he can bring to the table. And I've been telling people this is a guy that I really believe is going to have a solid, solid year for us. He's our go-to guy. He's our number one, and he had a day. Tyler Croft as well at tight end. He's looking like he's got – he might have a, a bit of a stranglehold on that tight end position. He might have. He looked great as well, caught two TDs. One of the catches he had, he actually adjusted to the ball, caught the ball, got hit, and was still able to hold on to the football and get into the end zone. So he looked really, really good, man. Our offense looked all right. Tevin Coleman was out there running the football early, him, Ty Johnson as well. I was a little surprised that we didn't see uh, Carter mixed up a little bit earlier, but I tell you, P. Ryan and Carter, when they were giving the football, they looked solid as well. So our offense looks okay. It looks all right, man. It really, really does. Even the backup quarterback shots, you know, Mike White looked decent out there. He took some shots, though, let me tell you. His ribs are – I know his ribs are jacked up. He took some shots in that game, but he looks like he's the guy that might actually steal that uh, backup quarterback position spot. So we'll, we'll, we're going to be talking about that tonight as well, too. I'm going to get y'all thoughts on this, these positions and who you think is actually going to pan out there. You know, Connor McDermott also went down in that game as well. He's hurt, so he's going to be dealing with the injury. But another thing that impressed me about this team in this Packers game was the Jets' special teams. 
The Jets special teams did some things that really, really opened my eyes, man, made me confident. Ballantyne, who we actually ended up releasing, he had a solid return in the game, but we actually ended up letting him go. I was, I was impressed by that, but, you know, we've cut him and we've moved on from him. So we'll see who's going to fill in that spot. Maybe it's Carter. We've seen Carter back there returning as well. He has some solid returns too. But Braden Mann continues to show us that he has a solid leg, man. This guy is pinning teams, you know, behind their team, and he's really handling business. This guy, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to jinx it, but he looks like he's going to be a force to be reckoned with at punter as we go into the season. He's going to be a guy that's going to give us very solid field position this upcoming year. So Braden just continues to show us. And let me tell you something else. One of the things that we were all concerned with, right, going into this season or going into this offseason was, listen, who's going to be the kicker? Who's the guy that's going to step up and, and, and ha- make things happen? Who's going to handle things there? We all had questions about it constantly. We didn't like thicking. Then we, you know, we brought in other guys as well. We didn't like them either. And it was like, okay, who's going to be the guy? We had Chris Nagar. We ended up cutting him, got rid of him. Who's going to be the guy? Let me tell you something. And it's not done yet, but this dude, Amendola, he hit from 54, he hit from 46, and then he hit from 35. And, I mean, he made it happen. <laughs> he made it happen. So he might be the guy that actually, you know, steals this, uh, this kicker's job. And maybe he's the guy that we can move forward with, you know, at a kicker, and he can fill that position and be solid here. So, Kind of my spiel and talk about the Packers game. Like I said, so many injuries. Gerard Davis out until week six. You know, Beckton dealing with that concussion now. He was throwing up all in practice. They said he had a – he collided heads with someone and then started barking all over the place, especially on the sidelines. You got Echols dealing with the leg injury. Vinny Curry done for the season. That kind of that kind of came came out of nowhere. You know, we were all hoping to see him as well, especially with the loss of Carl Lawson. We said, okay, well, we got Vinny Curry. He's going to be back week two, hopefully. You know, we got, you know, we got John Franklin Myers. We got Huff. We got all these guys. And now Vinny Curry is going to be lost. He's not going to be back. You know, he was on the active uh, non-football injury list at first. But then they, put, then they put him on the reserve non-football injury list, which that's it. That ends the season. He's done. He had an undisclosed procedure. And, dude, Nothing. He, we're not going to get anything out of him. $1.3 million contract is what we gave him, and he's not going to be playing. So, so much to discuss. I'm going to go to the callers. Lots of injuries we're going to be covering that. We're also going to be covering – we got Elijah Vera Tucker back. we got Elijah Moore back. I'm excited about those, seeing those guys on the field coming soon. Can't wait to see what they bring, especially a guy like Vera Tucker, especially, you know, with us not having Beckton out there. We're going to see what he does. You know, they're at left guard. We're going to see how he handles business. And Elijah Moore being back is big, too, because we all talked about that kid constantly. And I can't wait to see him out there. So 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in, call in. We're discussing all things guests. We're talking about the Packers game. We're talking about injuries. We're talking about the upcoming Eagles game. And I got a question, a lot of questions, but I got one question. Should the Jets trade for a pass rusher? A lot of things flying around out there. But before we get to the callers, listen, salute to Leon S. Kennedy. With a big, 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 big donation. Salute to you, Leon. Leon says our Jets players need some bubble wrap and only two preseason games because they're made of glass. Love the shows. 
subscribe to Joe. He is great. Salutes to you, Leon. Salutes, salutes, salutes for the big, 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 big donation. <laughs> I want to thank Leon. Listen, a lot of people talk about that bubble wrap. <laughs> we'll see what happens, man. We've, we've lost so many players already due to injury. It's tough. It's tough. It really is tough. So, I'm going to get to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. I'm taking all calls. I know I have, you know, a, a bunch of new listeners, a bunch of new callers. Listen, when you call in, don't call in and hang up, call in and hang up, call in and hang up. I can see you. You're in a queue. If you call in and hang up, call in and hang up, you'll be put into the abyss, and I'll never be able to get to you. Just call in, wait your time. We'll get to everybody. Trust me. So first guy I'm going to, I'm going to my guy E, man. E, I'm coming directly to you. Salutes to you, my friend. Listen, you saw what's going on out here. What are your thoughts about this situation, losing Gerard Davis until week six? Man, how are you feeling about this? Joe, what's going on, man? It's been a minute. I'm glad I could finally call in. I've been, I've been busy with work and stuff, so I'm glad I could call in. But, man, it, it's tough for both sides. With uh, Gerard mm-hmm. Davis, he, for himself, he really needed to have a big year because he's kind of a first-round boss, not kind of. He, he mm-hmm. is. And, you know, he's a guy with some potential, some good tools. He needed to have a big year this year to, you know, to, you know stick in the league. Uh, so it sucks for him, and it sucks for the Jets. You know, hopefully a young guy emerges like a Sherwood. Uh, but, you know, there's not really any depth behind, you know, in that linebacker room. You're expecting a ton out of Mosley now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm guessing they might run a lot more nickel just because they can't afford to have three linebackers on the field if there's no one to play. Obviously, Blake Cashman yeah. is extremely unreliable. You know, he's just always injured. Um, yeah. And so, you know, maybe the young guy merges. We'll see. But it, it is a tough loss, especially with the loss of Lawson. Like, our pass rush really diminishes. So who's the best blitzer on the team or who at linebacker? Gerard Davis. Easily. Mosley's a really bad blitzer. Gerard Davis, that's, mm-hmm. his best, that's his best trait. So you're losing that, too. Now, it's obviously not for the season, but it's for a lot of it. It's, it's unfortunate for both sides. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. And even sticking with it, like you said as well, there were some other guys that we were looking at, you know, when Lawson had went down initially. Now we lose Gerard Davis. We're saying, okay, where are we going to get our pass rush from? John Franklin Myers was a name that was thrown out there. All right, we can depend on him. Huff is a guy that was thrown out there. Okay, we can mix that up. And then a lot of people were saying, hey, Vinny Curry, you know, he's the guy that we're going to get back, and now Vinny Curry's done for the season, man. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? That kind of came out of nowhere. Now he's finished. $1.3 million contract. We're never actually going to see this guy, you know, play this season. So how are you feeling about that situation, man? Yeah, it sucks. I mean, I don't know what's going on with him. You know, they're pretty they're keeping it under control and whatnot. You know, Vinny Curry's a solid player. He's he's a rotational player. But when he does get the snap, yep. he gets, he, he has success. So, you know, I didn't think he was going to be this every snap player. Probably was going to be like a third down pass rusher. Same thing with Huff, but yep. Huff needs to go into basically a starting role now, which unless you get someone else. But you know, John Franklin Myers, yeah, he's a edge inside hybrid, kind of like an Eric Armstead from the Niners, who plays outside for you know first second down, kicks inside third down usually because he's not an elite pass rusher. I, I like Franklin Myers, but you know he's less of you know that stud get around the edge kind of guy. Um, that we kind of need. He's not a number one edge rusher, and neither is Bryce Huff. I mean, if you get that kind of production, what a find as an undrafted free agent, but you can't expect all that. So, you know, maybe they, they make a move. I, I'm guessing we'll talk about that in a bit. But, um, you know, it, it's a yeah. tough loss. If Curry wasn't going to play, you know, 
maybe anything more than 40% of the snaps. But, you know, that big third down pass rusher, it's important, man. Losing that sucks. Yeah, it does. And now, listen, I'm going right there with you. There's a lot of fans, you know, hell, I'm looking at the, you know, the savages in the chat, salute to all the savages. You know, I look at a guy, Venom Jesus, in the chat right now. He's saying, hell, yeah, make that trade. Make a trade. Make it happen. Are you a fan that's looking to see the New York Jets make a trade for a pass rusher, maybe a guy like Chandler Jones? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Are you making the move if you're the Jets general manager? Chandler Jones is a guy I'm not getting, honestly. And and here's the thing. I I love Chandler Jones, the player. But the issue is he already requested a trade because he doesn't want his contract. So you have to get him. Give him a new contract, which this is the last year of his contract. He's like 31, and there's a chance you get him, and he walks for nothing. So you're giving up, what, a third-round pick or a second-round pick for one year? Which, mm-hmm. you know, this team – we're definitely not a Super Bowl team. In my opinion, we're not a playoff team. I know some fans have those high expectations. I think with the loss of loss, and we're six to seven wins, which is a huge improvement from two, don't get me wrong. But, you know, mm-hmm. The Chandler Jones trade is, you know, if it's like a fifth-round pick, sure, I'll do it. I don't think the Cardinals would do that. Um, but, you know, maybe some lower-tier guys who have some upside, maybe a guy like a Derek Barnett from the Eagles just because they have uh, Joe Dubs such familiarity with him. Uh, I know Dante yeah. Fowler Jr., he's kind of been a bit of a bust for Atlanta that time. I, mean, I wanted him last year. It seems like, you know, he had a really good year with the Rams kind of cleaning up sacks and stuff when he had that dominant force inside with Aaron Donald. And, you know, I'm not saying Quinton Williams is Aaron Donald. Don't get me wrong. But having that dominant force seems to, you know, benefits a lot of pass rushers. So maybe getting a guy yeah. like a Dante Fowler, he's a pretty awful run defender, which is a bit concerning, but we are pretty strong interior when it comes to run defending, not last game, obviously. But I mean, the Packers, mm-hmm. but obviously he's not there uh, fully. You know, he's a dominant run de- defender. So maybe a guy like that. I, I would get more of a, a mid to low tier option. Uh, when it comes to free agency, the only guy who's really available is Olivier Byrne, and I think he's hurt. Uh, Everson Griffin just yeah. signed, so I, I, I would hold off on the Chandler Jones just because yeah, I don't, you know, I don't want to give a, an older player that much money. I don't think we're at that point in, a, in our rebuild. I think we're, we're coming out of the rebuild. We're going to be competitive very soon, uh, but I don't think we're at that yeah. point yet. So you know, Derek Barnett, Dante Fowler Jr., guys like that, are, you know, names to keep around, keep an eye on. So when you talk about uh, Derek Barnett and, and guys like, you know, Dante Fowler Jr., how much are you willing to give up if you're the Jets general manager? Like what kind of picks would you be looking to move to maybe, you know, make a move for those guys? Like a fourth and a fifth round pick. Like I don't think you're going to get – because Dante Fowler's fighting for some pretty good money, so I don't think Atlanta would get anything more than a, than a fifth maybe. Uh, and, you know, yeah. Derek Barnett, yeah, around that range. I mean – I'm not giving, you know, premium capital, in my opinion, is like first through third round. That's where you expect to get starters from. Uh, you know, I'd rather, instead of getting one year of a guy, I'd rather take a swing on potentially getting four plus years of a guy um, in the draft. Yeah, I'm right there with you. You know, I look at the situation, like you said, fourth, fifth round pick. You know, I could see that maybe being moved for a guy, you know, depending on, again, how long he's going to be here. But we all know Joe Douglas is big on the draft as well. He wants to make sure that the guy is going to be here, especially a guy that's going to be young and really, you know, have that side-to-side speed and really be able to bring some things here for years to come. Now, E, listen, I want to talk to you about this Packers game, man, that we just had. What was the guy that you were impressed by the most coming out of this Packers game that really made you feel like, wow, he took a step forward? Obviously, my guy Zach Wilson. Obviously, I mean everyone's starting to rave about him. I've I've been I've been hey, I tell everybody you know all that competition nonsense, all that stuff. You know it's BS. 
And I mean, I know it's a preseason game, which you know people are constantly throwing that around. But when another quarterback plays well, oh, it, you don't you know bring the oh it's just a preseason game excuse. Jets bias, I think so. Uh, he's been great. I mean, you know, people are using the preseason as a way to kind of discount him. I think he could be better when it's not the preseason because you know teams don't open the playbook in the preseason. There, you know, he's not taking the deep shots yet. But I mean, you look at him and he's not playing like a young quarterback like he's not getting happy feet in the pocket he's not staring at the yeah. rush you know his motion is just so fluid that he can he doesn't limit your office offense in any way he can make literally every throw he had a couple money throws this game I, he had what, like three incompletions one of which was just a really good player from eric stokes which in that play he sat in the pocket you know and while it was collapsing he's not bailing from clean pockets which you know you know a lot of times when a guy just rolls out all the time it limits your offense you know Unless you can can make good, you know, opposite hash throws, which Wilson can, you know, staying in the pocket yeah. really, you know, has you can get anyone anyone the ball, um, and he's not just throwing to his first read. He's not just staring down, you know, that crop. The first crop touchdown was his second read. Or it looked like to me it wasn't his first read. He's really getting that. Yeah, kind of and he looked the guy off too. You know, yep. He yeah, looked the guy off before he made the throw. Yes, he did. Young quarterbacks do not excel with you know early on. And the thing is too, like mm-hmm. he's getting that repertoire with Corey Davis now, and you know, like you said. Everyone was just hyped up about Elijah Moore, and which for good reason. But we kind of forgot about Corey Davis. Like we signed this guy for a reason. Like him and Lawson, you know, which is tough to talk about now. What I loved about those signings is they're they're off their rookie contracts, but they and they have a ton of potential. Like those guys' best days are are ahead of them, especially Corey Davis. Like he could turn into maybe a legitimate number one with the team. And if not, like yeah. Zach Wilson in this offense really spreads the ball around. So we have a lot of playmakers, and we're going to get them all the ball. Yeah, that's a fact. And listen, E, you've had a fire call so far, Ben. My final question for you is we look forward going into this Eagles game. What is a player that you're looking at right now saying, hey, if you don't have a solid performance against the Eagles, you're probably going to be gone. Who's the guy that you think is on the bubble? Honestly, like Chris Herndon. I know that, I know that's music to your ears, but with Croc playing well, um, and, you know, there's some other guys, I, I really don't see any, you know, more than three tight ends making it. Um, so whether yeah. you keep Ryan Griffin around, Yaboa, I think, is more of a practice squad guy. You know, he's kind of your, your classic undrafted free agent who gets a lot of hype because he was undrafted. We'll see if he makes the roster. I'm not sure yet. Um, but I think Croft ha- is close to getting the starting job locked up. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he's playing really well. Herndon, you know, it's, it's always a giant question mark with that guy. Uh, you know, they yeah. were running a lot of 12 personnel, so maybe they do keep more than three tight ends on the roster, including Wesco as, you know, the fullback of their – he shouldn't be used a lot more, so, you know, we'll see. Another guy, you know, a bless Austin, you know, I, I know I'm always, you know, talking crap about him, but if, you know, another one of these young corners emerges, you're not going to keep bless Austin, who, let's be honest, I think we've seen what we, we've seen enough from him to the point where I don't, I'm not getting rid of one of these young guys with some upside, like a Pinnock or an Eccles, just to see, you know, for bless Austin to show me for another year that he stinks. Like, seriously. Wow. So, those guys, I, I know, mm-hmm. it's just like, I mean, that, I that's, that's a lie to say that Bless Austin is going to be gone. He's a guy that's been out there, you know, him and Hall. We saw Hall, you know, get beat as well that preseason game for a touchdown too. But it's tough to say you're going to cut Bless Austin because even those younger guys, I mean, Echoes had an interception, but we're not seeing him against the number ones. We're not seeing him out there, you know, when the game first starts against these, you know, starting caliber guys. So it's a long way. I mean, Bless we see out there with these number one guys. He's more of a, you know, a hot take kind of guy, like a, a risk yeah. candidate who – there's a shot, but it's not. It, it, I doubt it would happen, but I'm just saying there's a shot it happens. 
Yeah, for sure. No, I respect it. I respect it. Listen, E, this is a phenomenal call. Give him a hand, studio audience. Give him a hand. I like the call. I like it. I respect it. I respect it, E. Listen, I got to get back to these lines, my friend. It's always good to hear from you. Next time I have a show, my man, go ahead and call in. I love talking Jets with you, bro. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm glad to be back. And to all you Zach Wilson doubters, I told you so. <laughs> you have a good one, E. Listen, E calling in with the heat. <laughs> e calling in with the heat. You know, we know Zach Wilson is his boy. We get it. We get it. We get it. You know, we'll see what happens going forward. But he's been very impressive. Very impressive, you know. So, Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. We are taking all callers again. When you call in, I know I have a lot of new callers. Please don't call in and hang up, call in and hang up, and call in and hang up, all right? Because I will never see you. When you call into my show, I can see you. I'm in a queue. There's no need to call in and hang up, call in and hang up. And when you call into my show, don't curse or I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster we got Adam Gaze. <laughs> Right, get your ass out of, out of here, Gaze. You are so unfit, completely unfit to be a head coach in this league. I'm so glad that we have the coaching staff that we have now. Even with some of the issues that we have going forward, I truly believe that Sulla and his staff will be able to coach and put a solid product out there on the field, even with the injuries that we have. So we're going to get back to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. Also, salute to Leon S. Kennedy again with the donation. Salutes to you, my man. So next we're going to my guy, Jacob, man. We coming to Jacob. Jacob always has some solid takes. I know that he knows his Jets, and he's going to give us what he's got. Listen, Jacob, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Jacob, what are your thoughts about these injuries that we're seeing, man? You got Gerard Davis out to week six. You got Vinny Curry, who's now done for the season. You got Beckton dealing with a concussion. I mean, how are you feeling about the Jets right now going into the season? Hey, what's going on, Joe? Nice to talk to you again. And I got to say, by the way, I like you taking shots at Adam Gates like that. I like that. That's the type of energy I like right there. And, uh, Thank you. So Thank I get you. to the first question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just seeing all the injuries, it's just it's really, really disappointing to me. And, you know, I'm really hoping that in this final preseason game, guys like C.J. Mosley and Corey Davis uh, don't even play at all. It's just not mm. worth the risk. We already know what they're capable of. Uh, there's just there's no there's, they don't have anything to prove to us really. Um, there's just really no reason to hurt Zach Wilson's development like that. Uh, so I don't. I really, yeah. as much as I want to see them, I don't want to see them. Um, yeah. You know these injuries. It's just they're piling up way too quickly. I'd love you know if, if they continue like this for the rest of the season. I'd love to see the whole training staff be fired by the end of the year uh, because we need <laughs> people who are. Not going to let our people get hurt like this all the time because it just it happens too often. It just seems like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it sucks. It really sucks, especially again with Davis going down. Now you're trying to figure out who's the guy that's going to be able to step in. For me, uh, Sherwood is a guy that definitely comes to mind. You know, young kid. We just got him. We want to see what he's going to bring to the table. But I don't. I understand some people are sleeping on Cashman, or some people feel like Cashman has a long way to go. But with this injury. Cashman could step up in that position. Now, the big thing about Cashman is he's got to stay healthy. We've seen him have 
<laughs> we've seen him have a long injury history all the way back to college, you know, and he's just mm-hmm. got to clean it up. I think if he can stay healthy for a season, when he's out there on the field, Cashman actually looks good. He actually looks like a guy yeah. that can play, like really play in this league, but he, he just doesn't stay healthy often enough. So my question for you is when you look at this situation now at backer with Davis out, who's the guy that you're looking at and saying, hey, this is a guy that may be able to hold the fort until we get – you know, uh, until we get Davis back at some point? Um, I would say Jamie and Sherwood's a good one. Uh, obviously, mm. if Blake Cashman can stay healthy, then he can hopefully hold the fort down. Uh, but I think we really got to leave it up to the rookies, uh, ultimately, for this year. Uh, there's really not yeah. much to lose. Uh, I don't think really any of us are expecting us to be, you know, Super Bowl contenders. Uh, so I'd love to see the rookies start to hold it down, and hopefully we can find – which rookies are more capable of staying healthy compared to some others. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll just try to make the best of the poor situation, which is what Robert Sala did really uh, did a really great job of last year with the 49ers. It's just the next mm-hmm. man up yeah. mentality. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking absolute facts there, man. Now we're talking next man up. We know we lost Lawson. Uh, Vinny Curry's now out for the season. When you look at the Jets' defense right now, what concerns do you have about this secondary? Doesn't it? Doesn't the loss of pass rush amplify some of the concerns that you have about our cornerback position? It definitely does because the reason that we weren't so worried about, you know, getting that star corner in the building is because if the pass rush can really hold it down and uh, create pressure, you don't need the corners to work as hard or be as, um, you know, as efficient because they don't need to – cover for as long as they would if the pass rush isn't as great. And, you know, as yeah. we're losing our pass rushers uh, one by one, um, the corner position becomes more and more important, you know. And uh, I think there's not much we can really do about it because I don't think Joe Douglas wants to go out there and spend more money. Uh, it doesn't mm-hmm. make much sense for us to go get guys on one, two-year contracts that are pretty big uh, who aren't going to be a part of our long-term future. Um, so I think for now, it's just really just, like I said, just experimenting with what we've got, finding who's more capable than others. Um, and sort of just going from there until everybody's back healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Jets fans out there talking about making trades. I know a lot of people immediately, you know, after, uh, after Lawson went down, they were saying, Hey, we should be looking for somebody. And then, you know, Vinnie Curry going down today, I had people hitting me up saying, listen, we need to make a trade. Chandler Jones needs to be on this list. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know about that, you know, especially a guy that has a, you know, he's looking for more money. Now you've got to give up pick for a guy that you have a kind of an uncertain future with. It's like, you know, what are you going to mm-hmm. do going forward? But I think that Joe Douglas, especially not giving up any, like, big-time picks, first, second, third, something like that, I don't think he'll give any of that stuff up uh, for, one, for our guy. So I think that we're probably just going to, you know, see who's going to be able to hold the fort, lean on guys like John Franklin Myers and Huff, and other guys that we have going forward. Again, we're going to get Quentin Williams back at some point as well, which could help push the pocket. I'm not saying he's going to be a sack demon or anything like that, but I'm saying he's going to be able to help push the pocket and really, you know, blow guys up up front. Uh, and we'll just see what happens going forward. But, you know, it sucks, man. It really sucks seeing these injuries coming. Really a, lot of this is, <laughs> a lot of this is coming in those joint practices, you know what I'm saying? So my next question for you, as you look at this Packers game, you know, that we just had, how impressed were you with Zach Wilson in this game? What are some of the things that he did that you feel like stand out, stood out to you? 
Um, outside of the opening drive touchdown, which is, which is what I was really hoping for, um, which is always a great sign to see from a quarterback. Um, yep. I was really impressed with him. I thought he did a great job of staying patient, making throws on the run. Really all you can ask for out of him, obviously it's against, you know, second and third stringers who are fighting for a job, but even if it's the, you know, the top guys, um, that'll be the real test for him. But I think from what we've seen so far, he's been all we could have asked for and a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's looked good. I mean, he was out there chucking the ball around. It's just his ability to get away from pressure. Keep his eyes down the field and, you know, make those throws. I was really impressed by him. He continues to impress me. The arm strength, the quickness of release. I'm liking what he's doing. And, we'll, you know, I'm hoping to see him continue to build on that. But one of the things that I'm starting to get a little bit concerned about is uh, the, the offensive line up front. And it's just simply because, you know, we look at the situation, we're getting Vera Tucker back this week. Now we're losing Makai back, and he probably isn't going to play this week due to a concussion, right? We're kind of shifting around the offensive line a little bit. Are you concerned that it'll take this offensive line a bit of time to gel completely because they haven't been able to play together fully as a unit, uh, you know, in these pre- upcoming pre- or in these current preseason games? Uh, I would, yeah, for sure. I think really, you know, you saw what the Colts offensive line did, and there was a stat from it was either last year or two years ago where all of them had played together for like 30-something straight games, which is, you know, what you dream of for your offensive line. Uh, for us, yeah. it's not very realistic because guys go down, you know, they, we drop like flies over here. But mm-hmm. um, I think we're really – until we can see what they all do together, we can't really set our expectations too high for the offensive line. Uh, that's why I, I can understand why Makai Beckton um, was playing a lot in the preseason because obviously he's a second-year guy. Uh, but really for all of our guys who aren't rookies, there's just – I know it's really tempting to want to see what they can do and uh, just see what their max potential is. But when we're not in real practice time yet, in real games, it just – I don't know why we're – having them go that full 100% uh, where we really risk injuries for our veterans. Uh, when we know what, what happens every year is that at least one of our players that we're really looking forward to seeing always gets hurt. Yeah. And so Makai Becton, yeah. I know hopefully he can come back very soon within the next week or two and just at least be ready for week one of the season. But concussions yeah. are things that can be very, very serious. Uh, and head injuries just by itself, even if it's you know worse, concuss- worse than a concussion, maybe a little bit less severe of a concussion. Head injuries are the most serious thing in football. Um, yeah. So I'm really hoping it doesn't have an impact on him for too long. Yeah, I'm hoping it doesn't the same as well, especially when you're talking about, you know, coming to the sidelines and you're dizzy and you're throwing up crazy. That is a telltale sign of a, you know, a pretty, uh, pretty gnarly gushing right there, you know. So I'm hoping, like you said yeah. as well, that it doesn't stick around and that it doesn't, you know, affect him going forward. I'm hoping that he's going to be ready, you know, sit him. Of course, he's probably not – he's more than likely not going to play, uh, you know, this upcoming preseason game, but just sit him until the time's ready, until he's ready to go, and, you know, go ahead and put him out there. Now, my final question for you, Jacob, because you really brought the fire tonight, is when you look at this upcoming Eagles game, what are your expectations of Elijah Moore? Because supposedly he's going to be playing. So if he's going to be out there, he's going to play. What are you looking to see from him in this game, man? Uh, for him not to get hurt again, to be honest. That's all I want from him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think him and Zach Wilson, I'd love to see the connection and chemistry build a little bit. Uh, but Zach mm-hmm. Wilson really shouldn't be playing more than the first half 
just like last week. Uh, you know, Elijah Moore is probably not going to play more than a quarter or two, probably about the same as Zach Wilson, maybe a little bit less just to ease him back in. But I really yeah. just like to see him build that strength up back again. Um, you know, I know he's going to show flashes here and there because we've seen it throughout all of training camp. He's been phenomenal. Uh, but I'd really just like to see him stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm hoping everybody comes out of health. We've lost so many guys. You know, Gerard Davis and then Vinnie Curry and Lawson. It's like, geez, Louise, what is going on here? But listen, Jake, I want I to thank you for calling in tonight. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal call from you. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right, my friend? Absolutely. Have a great night, Joe. All right, you have a good one as well, my friend. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. They are hot. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. If you're watching the stream live, please give the stream a thumbs up. Please, please give it a thumbs up. It really helps to get shared. Also, share the stream as well if you can. If you have not subscribed to the channel, so, you know, Long Beach, Joe Jets, again, for those of you that are listening to me on Blog Talk Radio, I am live streaming while I do my radio show. So if you're listening to me on Long Beach, Joe Jets, subscribe to the channel, man. Turn on your notification bell as well so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. If you want to hit me in the Super Chat, all donations are, are uh, greatly appreciated. If you don't want to hit the Super Chat and you just want to hit me in the Cash App, please do. My Cash App is right there at the bottom of the screen. And anything you give is greatly appreciated. So we're going to keep getting to these calls. Next, I'm going to 973. 973, I'm coming directly to you. Angelo, I'll be coming to you in a second. I have a lot of callers in, so we're going to get to everybody. 973-973, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, give me your thoughts, my friend, on what, we, what we're seeing right now. A lot of Jets players going down. How are you feeling about losing Gerard Davis until week six? Well, that worries me, Joe. I mean, you know, we were so hyped up on getting Zach Wilson and going to help us, you know, with our offense. But now that our defense is looking shabby, uh, it does concern me a bit. You know, you lost two great, you know, from our defense. And, you know, that's where we struggled, you know, uh, all last year and previous years. So that's going to, you know, be like a bit of a blow for, uh, blow for us on our defensive side. So this does concern me an awful lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does. It concerns me too. too um, you look at some of the other guys we lost as well. Lawson, we just lost Vinny Curry yeah, as well for the Lawson, season. That was the big one. He hasn't, that was the big one. Yeah, I mean, that was the huge one <laughs> because he was supposed to be the yeah. guy that was our passer. So we haven't had a pass rush in years. And so now we're sitting back, we're trying to figure out what's going on here, how we're going to handle things going forward. But when you look yes. at Davis going out, who's the guy that you think will be able to step up and kind of fill that role? Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, we don't really have, the, you know, that much after, after Davis went down. I mean, that really put us you know, in a hole. So we mm-hmm. have to, you know, anybody good from the practice squad, maybe we can help, they can help us out. That might be our only hope. I mean, I look at the situation, I'm saying, Cashman, your number, come on, bro. You're like, you got to get it together. If you can stay healthy, I think Cashman is going to have a shot at that job. I look at Jamin Sherwood, a guy that we just, you know, got in the draft. Oh, Sherwood, sure yeah. Probably going to have to step in, yep. He's going to have to be a guy that's going to step in. So there's some guys that can, you know, step into that spot, but we'll see if they'll be able to fill it and play as well, you know, as we were hoping Davis was going to this upcoming season. And, again, he's probably going to be back around week six, but we'll see what we get from him when he comes back. But, we got to have somebody fill that spot. So my next question for you is, we talked about the pass rushing situation, you know, with Lawson going down. Uh, you know, Rankins is dealing with a leg injury. We'll see what happens with him going forward. Uh, you know, uh, we just lost uh, Vinny Curry as well for the season. Uh, you look at this situation, are you a Jets fan that wants to see the New York Jets make a trade for a pass rusher that's out there? Maybe a guy like Chandler Jones? 
Well, with the way it's going right now, I think we can definitely need a trade to get Paris. We should get uh, Jones. That should that should you know that's a priority. Get you know the right people to replace you know our injured players. Because mm. if they don't stay healthy, so you know it's gonna be it's gonna be another season right down the tubes. And you know I don't want to see a repeat of last season. I mean, Gaze's coach was bad enough. I mean, we don't want to see this happen again. I know I don't. Yeah. We have such high hopes for the Jets this season, and now that's being you know, torn apart again from all these injuries. Yeah. What is the most? What is the most that you're willing to give up for a guy like Chandler Jones? <laughs> Where do I start? <laughs> you know, we have we have a lot of injured players in our injured position, so we need to. You know, we really need to think uh, very carefully of uh, who to trade for and what can we get for it. Well, I mean, as far as picks, like, what are you, are you willing to give up a second round pick? Are you willing to give up a first? Like, what are, what are you willing to give up? I think I would rather give up a second round pick. I think first round okay. is too valuable to give up. So I think I think second Ooh. is because first I I said first is too too valuable. I think. Oh, okay. I mean, second round for Chandler that's that's kind of tough, especially with the situation he's in. You don't know his future, but a lot of Jets fans are, are panicked, and I get it. I get it. But I, I'm a guy that yeah, maybe we should stay pat. That second round pick could be a kid. That we could take again. We're a rebuilding team. We're just coming out of we're coming out. We're still in a damn rebuild. <laughs> Let's be serious. This is this yeah, is going to be. We are. We're probably a year, maybe two years away from really being super competitive. And I think that second at round least. pick could really be turned into. Yeah, at least we could, we could really turn that into. Uh, you know, a, a young kid that can come in here and be solid with us for a couple of years instead of taking a guy, an older guy like Chandler Jones, that's looking for more money. And who knows, you know, what the future is with him. But I respect, you know, every all Jets fans and their takes and, you know, everybody saying, hey, we need to make a move. Because like you said earlier as well, most Jets fans, they just don't want to see another season down the tube. So my final question for you, my friend, is what are your thoughts about Zach Wilson and the way that he played against the Packers? How are you feeling about him? I feel very confident with, with Zach. I mean, still only preseason and, you know, there's a lot to prove, but he hasn't made too many mistakes so far. And that's hard to see because I think he's showing a lot of confidence, um, you know, so I've been with this team. And, you know, that's, like, that's I think, that's something I get us through, um, yeah. you know, all, all all the injuries we've been going through. I mean, he's not going to be able to do it by himself, no. But, you know, already I'm seeing it's a far cry better than it has been, at least from last season. So yeah. there is a glimmer of hope in this. Yeah, yeah. Glimmer, Listen, my friend, I, I, yeah, I'm right there with you. He's, he's showing us a lot of things that you would – hope to see from a young quarterback, you know, some of the flashes, some of the, some of the movement that we're seeing him, Steve being able to move and right. keep his eye down the field and throw the ball, the accuracy we're seeing that, you know, it looks pretty solid. The release though is unbelievable. And his arm strength is some serious business. So I like what I've seen out of Zach so far, but listen, my friend, I got to get back to these lines. I want to thank you for calling in my friend. You have a good night. Thank you. All right. You have a good one. Listen, Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Call in. We are taking all callers again. When you call in, please be patient. Okay, don't call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. All right. I know other people have different ways they do things. I can see you. You're in a queue. Okay. I will get to you. I know I have a lot of new callers, new listeners. I get to everybody. Believe me. All right. I respect everybody's time. Just be patient. We're going to get to everybody. We're going to hear everybody's takes. So, again, 515-602-9639, call in. Also, if you're watching the stream, please give the stream a thumbs up. Please subscribe if you have not subscribed on Long Beach Joe Jets, which is a YouTube. All right, please subscribe. Hit the notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. If you'd like to donate, 
Uh, the super chat is right there. If you uh, like to hit me in the cash app instead of the super chat, the cash app is right at the bottom of the screen. So all donations are greatly appreciated. So we're going to keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in next. I'm going to my guy, Angelo. Angelo's got some takes. I know a lot of people Here have we go. a lot of things to say about this New York Jets. Listen, Angelo, we already know what you're coming with. You're going to come with some straight fire. Give me your thoughts about the injuries that you're seeing, man. We're Gerard Davis out to week six. You got Beckton dealing with a concussion. We've lost Vinny Curry for the season. How are you feeling about all this stuff, man? Well, when I heard about Carl Lawson, man, it, it was, you know, your heart drops. You, you literally just mm-hmm. kind of take a take about two days to recover from that. You know, you're you're feeling really down and you kind of you kind of losing hope, and then you kind of look at the bright side, man. We got Zach Wilson. You know, that's that's the guy we do not need to get hurt. If Zach if Zach Wilson gets hurt, we we are screwed. So um, I think at this point, with all the other injuries, I'm numb. I, you know, it's kind of like that first one hit me. And now I'm kind of used to it. Uh, obviously, um, Gerard Davis, man, it was that's another that's another key addition to our defense, man. And uh, yeah. Vinny Curry, you know, we really didn't see a lot. I don't know how much he was really going to contribute. I didn't really seem like an older guy. He could have been just like a plug and play guy, answer. kind of. Yeah. So for him, it really is Gerard Davis, man, and uh, Carl Lawson, but. Hey, we got a lot of depth there now. Finally, it's it's like last year. We had all these injuries last year, but guess what? We had no depth. Now yeah. we have depth, even though a lot of the guys are young. You can't you can't give. I know you want to talk about Chandler Jones, but how are you going to make the guys in the locker room feel if you go and do that, man? All these guys are working hard in mm-hmm. training camp, and all of a sudden you're going to go trade a, a second or third round pick for Chandler Jones when all these mm-hmm. guys have worked so hard to earn a spot, and now you're going to cut, have this guy cut right in front of them for what? We're not doing that, yeah. man. We're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah look, I, I'm not a guy that's necessarily in favor of us uh, going after Chandler Jones. I just – I think uh, I, I don't want to give up any, you know, premium capital. I know the last caller talked about a second-round pick. I'm not really interested in giving up a second-round pick for Chandler Jones, a guy that's going to be looking for more cash. You don't know what the future is with him. I'm more in favor of, you know, seeing what happens with the guys that we have here and then attacking the draft with that capital – uh, I look at guys, like I said, you know, Bryce Huff is a guy I think is going to definitely get his, you know, he's going to get his bones about this season. We're going to see what he has to bring. John Franklin Myers is going to see what he has to bring. There's other guys on this roster as well. Uh, Hamlakar Rasheed Jr., who showed us something as well. We're going to see what he has to bring. Even if you look at the, excuse me, the linebacker position with uh, with us losing uh, Gerard Davis, I'm looking at guys like Cashman and, and, uh, and Jamin Sherwood to step up and really get in the situation. Hell, you know, what's going on with Zuniga? You know, is he going to do something at some point during this, you know, this, this, this preseason or, hell, during the season? You know, he wasn't cut from the first cut. You know, not gone now. When are we going to see him actually step up and be able to put in a position where he can make the plays or do something? So, like you said, there are some guys there, but they're young guys, and we've got to see what they're going to bring going forward. Now, when you look at this situation, though, you know, at, at, uh, at, when you look at our situation on offense, though, currently – it's looking like we're going to get Vera Tucker back, but Becton is now going to be out for the, with a concussion. It looks like he's not going to play in this upcoming preseason game. Are you concerned about this offensive line not gelling before the season starts? Because, you know, they haven't all played as a unit during, you know, an actual game against an opponent, you know, all preseason. Vera Tucker has been gone and things have happened. So are you concerned about going into the season that this offensive line hasn't had enough time to really gel as a unit to really be successful altogether? 
Yeah, offensive line worries me, man. But just going back to the defense really quick, I know one one player doesn't make a team. And if you have the right scheme fit, you know, if if the co- it, it also it's all about coaching. If the coaches yeah. they got to coach around this. They have to find yeah. the way to disguise the blitzes. We have NFL caliber players on our team. It doesn't matter if your name is Carl Lawson or or a rookie coming out. If if um you know you you drop the right play and and have the right scheme and have the right strategy towards the game, you should be able to sack the quarterback. You know anybody should be able to get, especially with Rankin and Quinton Williams in there. We should have players being able to get to the quarterback. We we have depth, okay. And, and as far yeah. as the offensive line, I, you know I, I don't know if we do have depth. I don't think you know. Obviously, Cam Clark was a guy I was really high on. He was my he was my depth guy that. I was hoping that he would yep. fight for a starting job or he'd be the primary backup. We don't have him. Feeney? Feeney? Come on. I mean, come on. I don't know. I don't know what, if we can rely on that he's guy. He's decent. Um, yeah, he's decent. Yeah, okay. McDermott just right. got hurt okay. as well. Okay. So, again, it's kind of like last year. We, we kind of, you know, plugged in a couple of these guys that were kind of misfits. And, and how did it go last year? And, yes, we, we, did, we did well with Beckton. Now he's been kind of hurt. Elijah Vera Tucker hopefully can come around. But, man, I still see, you know, I see us using a lot of draft capital, a lot of high picks yep. in the draft next year for some offensive line. I, you know, I think this is yep. uh, this offensive line ne- next year, Woo, if we get some good rookies. Uh, but, but this year, and, and here's the other thing you think about, Zach Wilson, okay, he is built to avoid pass rush. He is built to run outside the pocket and make these throws. He's going to have a tough rookie mm. year, okay? He is going to learn a lot. But I am glad we have someone like that behind center, you know, who is going to get the experience and who, who is capable of eluding the pass rush and getting out of the pocket and making throws off balance. Because uh, regardless, yes, and, and, that, and that's, but that's going to rely on our run game. You know, he can do that if we have a good running game. Yeah. So as long as uh, we can still establish a run game, and again, the scheme, you know, if our, our coaches have to coach around this. This is, what, this is yeah. going to bring out our coaches here, okay? So – uh, you know, Bill Belichick is known for having great defenses, you know, not with a lot of players you, you would think of. Um, going back to the uh, 2018 Super Bowl when the Rams had that high-powered offense, dude, the Patriots, I think, limited the three points of that game. He called the 6-1 yeah. team where you lined up six defensive linemen and put one linebacker and have the cover two on top of the safeties. Man, but they didn't do anything. It was a scheme. Yeah. So yeah. our coaches got to come through. If we got the best coaches in town here, you know, we should be able to do something. And regardless of who's out in the field, but our offensive line, man, I mean, hopefully it all comes together. But I think, we're again, we're still a year away. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. You know, I, I, and that's why I'm so excited. And, you know, people say I bash Adam Gaze. I don't bash him. I just tell the truth. You know what I'm saying? He was trash. But one of the things I'm so excited about as well, and you brought up, was I think our coaching, the ability that they have is going to be able to, you know, kind of take some of these blows that we've gotten with injuries and still put a productive football team out there on the field, especially when we look at our defense, because that's what we saw Sulla do last season with the Niners. We saw him, you know, absolutely take a lot of hits defensively. They lost Boa. They lost Thomas. They lost – I mean, go back and watch that game that we played against them. They lost so many players in that game, and they were still able to stonewall us. You know, and they had one a, a very solid top ten defense that they had the last year. So it was looking very good. So my final question before I let you go, my man, is going into this Eagles game, man, what are your expectations for Elijah Moore? Because it's looking like he's going to play. So if he does, what are you expecting out of him in this upcoming Eagles game? 
And yeah, I'll probably pay the uh, first quarter. You know, I think uh, Joe Douglas is probably going to make this call like, hey, guy, hey, we don't need to be playing our starters for too long at this point. You know, we're, we're kind of yeah. – uh, accumulating some injuries here. I think Joe Douglas kind of needs to step in and say, hey, let's let's get a look at this kid. Let's get him to run some routes. Um, yep. Let's get the butterflies off. And, um, yeah, I, I say I say hopefully two catches, maybe, uh, you know, 22 yards, something like that. I mean, it just kind of depends on how much they want to play him. But I'm really interested to see Denzel Mims, man, because you, I know you're talking about the cuts. Um, yes, sir. You know, and that's why, that's why he's playing special teams. Because you know what? That guy, Vincent Smith, I don't know if you saw the, the play where um, – we had the punt that hit the one-yard line, and he kind of jumped in the end zone and batted it back and hit on the two-yard line. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what he's looking for in that fourth, fifth wide receiver, some guy that can play special teams and get down the field. And um, I'll tell you another player I really liked last game was JT Hassel. The safety came up, oh, my God, with some big plays. I think he had a, a sack. Uh, um, I don't know if yep. it was an interception, but, man, that kid can play. Yeah, and I don't know where Ashley Davis is Yep. And, uh, I don't know and where Jamar, Ashley... uh, Lamar Jackson had an interception as well. Yeah, I, I don't know where uh, Ashton Davis is, but that's that's a guy, too, where we didn't really see a lot out of him yeah. last year. And this kid, JT Hassel, coming in, we already got LaMarcus Jordan, Marcus May. Uh, you know, I, I don't – what's going on with Ashton Davis? Do you know? Is he is he just hurt, or what, what's up with him? Yeah, he's trying to – they're trying to – you know, he's just getting ready. He is. He's coming back from that injury. We've seen him running. But we haven't seen much after that, so we'll see what happens. I, I don't think he's actually going to play. I, I think they said earlier he wasn't going to play until, like, week two or something like that. Him and Vinnie Curry were kind of out there together where they weren't going to play until the season actually started. So I think that they're sticking with that, and we'll see what happens going forward with him. But, uh, yeah, he, he, J.T. Hassel kind of reminds me of uh, Rontez Miles, who played really good in our preseason games a couple of years ago, and they ended up playing him, and he mm-hmm. really didn't do well in the regular season. But, uh J.T. Hassel, man, the guess that's the guy I keep an eye on. And, um, yeah, yeah. and like I said, I think at this point, man, you, you really – we can't afford to lose any more starters. And um, I had really high hopes for this year, and I, I still do because, you know, I, I think we got the coaching. So we mm-hmm. got the quarterback. And, you know, what? we got the running backs. And this is going to be interesting yeah. because you got four running backs, and I really like Ty Johnson. Uh, Josh Adams looks really good. LaMichael P., they're all just different. It's almost like you got to keep them all. But I think if there is yeah. one to cut, it probably would be P. Ryan. If I'm, I'm going to say that now, or, or you know, at this Ugh. point, you probably keep P. Ryan because you drafted him and, and cut Josh Adams. But man, all four of them look good. All of our wide receivers look good. Vincent Smith. So yeah. it's going to be really interesting to see how many running backs we keep, how many wide receivers we keep, um, because yeah. uh, basically that's. I know it's a numbers game, and we really can't keep them all. But I like Vincent Smith. I like Denzel Mims, Barrios. Uh, we got, we got, like I said, we got the depth. So an injury happens, an yeah. injury happens. We got young guys to come in and fill in. The coaching has to come in and step it up. And, and this is going to prove, okay, even if we go um, seven or or something like that, seven and seven and ten, um, it's just going to show like, are we in these games because of our coaching? And, and that's what I really exactly. want to see. Uh, exactly. So hopefully that, right, that's what right it all comes down you. to, man. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly, and so I'm right Robert there with Solomon. you, you know, especially going forward. When you look at the situation, particularly, like you said, there's our running back position. There's some moves to be made. I know a lot of people are talking about P. Ryan being cut, and I could see it happening. Maybe we keep four backs and we end up keeping him and getting rid of, you know, Josh Adams and the other guys because he's still been, you know, out there. But like you said, that wide receiver position, you know, there's some tight spots. I think Mims is going to make it. You know, I, I think that Berrios is a guy that's probably going to make it as well because of his work on special teams, and we probably keep Vincent Smith too. So, 
I can see all that being done. But listen, Angela, I got to get back to these lines again. They are hot. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, my friend. You go ahead and you have yourself a good night. All right, man. Enjoy your night, Joe. We'll talk later. All right, you have a good one. Listen, Angelo bringing the fire, man. He brought the fire tonight. I respect the call. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. We are taking all callers. I know I have a lot of new callers when you call in. Please don't call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. I'll never get to you. Also, don't call in and curse on my show because I'll get you out of here fast. Fast. I'm talking fast and we got Jamal Adams. I'm a bash that guy every chance I get. Overrated box safety. All right, we're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. Next, I'm going to my guy, Steve, man. Steve, we're coming to you. Bill, Maxwell, Chris, I'll see you. We'll come to you in a second. But, Steve, listen, salute. It's good to talk to you again, Steve. I know you're ready for all these takes, man. Listen, we got a lot of injuries, Steve, lots and lots of injuries, man. What are your thoughts about this injury to Gerard Davis? He's probably not going to be back until week six. How are you feeling about it? And who do you feel like will be able to step up and fill in until he's able to get back on, on the field? Yeah, first off, Joe, it's, it's always great to hear from you, man. It's always great to hear from you. So, yeah, you know, listen, when Davis went down with the injury, unfortunately it did suck, you know, the good news is is that his season is not a season-ending injury, which is good. Unfortunately, what the bad news is is that he's going to have to miss some time. And the good mm-hmm. – like, so he's only going to miss the first five games of the season. Because remember, after we have the game against Atlanta, we go on our bye week. And, you know, that will be another week for him to rest. And then, you know, he'll be back – hopefully he'll be back for us for week seven. So – you know, the thing was, you know, unfortunately, it's just, unfortunately, injury does play a part of the game. And, and, you know, unfortunately, it sucks. But, you know, the next player has to step up. And, I mean, this was something that I spoke about with you last week when we did talk about, obviously, with the injury to Lawson, the next player has to step up. Like, someone who does play Gerard Davis's spot has to step up and now play alongside with C.J. Mosley. And that rookie, uh, Sherwood, and the other guy who we got from um, that that a lot of people thought was a late-round steal, um, I forgot what his name was, but he's Adam showing Nezzardine. a lot of potential. Yes, thank you. He, he's he been showing a lot of potential, and I, I would love to see him play alongside with Mosley. The, the, the two of them are really, really – have been really, really impressing me in the camp and in the preseason games that they've played in so far. But, you know, now now we're coming down to this. It's the last week of the preseason now. We just had our first joint practice with Philadelphia. We have another one with them tomorrow. And then, you know, we rest our body Thursdays, and then we play our final preseason game Friday against the Eagles. And, and the thing is, it's finally going to be a legit Jets home game. You know, not a, not, not a regular season game, but a preseason game. And it's gonna it's it's uh, it's gonna be a lot of energy at MetLife, I think, on Friday night when we play against Philly. Philly, it's gonna be exciting. Yeah, it is. You know, a lot of people fired up, ready to go. You know, but let me tell you something. There's a lot of things to to discuss just about this roster. You talking about this upcoming game against you know the Eagles, and I'm looking at the situation. Even in the joint practices, we've seen the Jets lose so many players. We saw Lawson go down in a joint practice. Now we see you know Mackay Becton's gonna 
Looks like he's going to be dealing with a concussion. He's probably not going to play in that Eagles game. They're not going to play him, I I would guess. So when you look at the situation, you're getting Elijah Vera Tucker back, but now Becton's gone. Are you concerned that this this offensive line won't gel properly before the season begins? Yeah, you know, it could be a consideration. But you know something, Joe? I have a lot of trust in this coaching staff that we have, have. I mean, listen, you know, Robert Sala even spoke about this. You know, I mean, I mean, obviously, we're going to find out a little more information probably tomorrow about Makai's um, concussion injury. I mean, hopefully, you know, his concussion isn't too serious. Listen, I would be okay with Makai not playing in this game on Friday. You know, let him rest, let him get ready, you know, for the first week of the season against the Panthers, you know, let, let, let him, let him take a breather and let him rest. But, I mean, yeah. now, yeah. you know, like, when you look at this situation now with this team, I mean, let me tell you something. I mean, last Friday, now I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the game. You know, the mm-hmm. offense, I mean, Zach Wilson was absolutely tremendous in the game against Green Bay. I understand that a lot of people are saying, oh, well, he was playing against the Green Bay backups. You know, Green Bay didn't have their starters out. But let me tell you something. Zach Wilson has been so impressive so far, and I'm really, really, really am hoping that carries on for the regular season to come up, and especially now with the fact that not only do we have Vera Tucker back this week, we have Elijah Moore back this week as well. And, you know, uh, yeah. and he just looks great. Him and Corey Davis have, definitely have that connection too, but I also want to see that connection with Elijah Moore. And before I let yeah. you talk, I, I mean, Joe, hold, hold on a second, Steve. Starting... Hold on a second, Steve. You are, you are talking that talk right now. Like you said as well, I saw a lot of great things from Zach Wilson, and especially with us getting more guys back into the fold now, Elijah, Elijah Moore coming back. I can't wait to see that kid out there on the field because we saw them have a connection in, in practices, mini camps, all that stuff. I want to see what it's going to be like live out there on the field against an opponent, you know, that's coming after you. I want to see what Elijah Moore is going to look like when those, you know, opposing cornerbacks line up against him and try to stop him. But one of the questions that I have for you, man, is what were your thoughts about Corey Davis's performance against the Packers? Because he was out there catching footballs and, and, and making plays. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, everyone was going out there and making plays. And, and, and the thing is, it's exciting because, you know, we finally have a group, you know, that's young and hungry, looking like they're mm-hmm. ready to play, and especially how Coach Sala gets them ready. I mean, listen, we have a coach that every game, what he's going to probably do for the regular season, go into the stands and, and jog up and down the, uh, into the stairs. I mean, he did that at MetLife. He did that at Lambeau Field. Yeah. He's probably going to do it again this Friday, maybe two hours before the game. But now the other thing I wanted to talk about was the defensive side of the ball. And I'm going to be very honest, I really thought the starting defense was very, very disappointing on, on Saturday last week. I mean, the thing was, we, we, we let Green Bay have a 19-play drive, a 19-play drive, and literally yeah. took out almost the whole entire second quarter. I mean, luckily the yeah. Jets did redeem themselves after from that play. But, I mean, the Jets made so many mistakes. Like, the first mistake was, okay, when the quarterback fell the first time, they got him, they got him, they sacked him. Good. And then he fell down again for a second time, and the Jets shouldn't have gotten him. But what happened was he was able to turn that into a positive. And then, you know, when we gave up that fourth down conversion, and then obviously C.J. Mosley had that bad penalty. I mean, that, that was unfortunately a bad penalty to take. 
But you know, uh, you know, and uh, and the thing was, unfortunately, we can't have that in games. Unfortunately, we can't give up yeah. a 19 play drive, and especially when we make Green Bay start in in their deep own territory. And Brandon Mann, I'll tell you something right now. He is our future yeah, punter. Yeah, Brandon okay? Mann. He's our, yeah. our future punter. Yeah, yeah, Braden, Braden, man, it looked amazing in this game. He's looked very good so far this entire preseason. He looked good last year as well, too. I'm hoping to keep, you know, he just continues to go forward and really show this year about that he has a leg and he's going to be, you know, a, a punter to be reckoned with. Also liked Amendola as well. I think he went three for three. He hit from some quite some big distances. So our special teams is looking solid. No, I, we'll figure out going no, forward no. About, the, about the kick return and punt return situation. But let me tell you something. We look decent. The defense was a little, you know, uninspiring, though, especially against the run early. That was the thing that really surprised me was that the Packers were able to run on us so effectively. But listen, Steve, I got to get back to these lines, man. They are hot. I want to thank you for calling in. You had a heck of a call, bro. I want to thank Steve for calling in. Again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. We are taking all callers. We're talking to everybody. Please, again, when you call in, please be patient. Don't call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. I can see you. I will bring you on. You just got to be patient. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get to everybody. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639, 515 Call in. Next, I'm going to my guy, Bill, man. It's my guy, Bill. My guy, Bill, knows his Jets. We already know he's going to have some takes. Salutes to you, Bill. I want to thank you for calling in. Bill, give me your thoughts on this situation, man. Jets dealing with a lot of injuries right now. Are you trading for a pass rusher? No. No, 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 no. Everyone's in. Got to relax. Everyone's hitting the panic button. Oh, This is not on the panic button. (laughs) <laughs> Why can't we hit the panic button, Bill? It's so fun to hit it. Just hit it once just, or twice. We do it all no, the time. It makes we, you feel we wear out the, we're going to wear out the panic button. Go ahead, it's going to be just a, a pan button by the time we rub it all off. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the the bottom line, yeah, this this roster is not constructed for this year. They We know that. It's a brand-new coach, brand-new rookie QB. We want to see progress yeah. and growth? Definitely. We want to you know, we have to be patient. You know, we, we look at, uh, you know, we lost some guys. That It was unfortunate, a lot of unfortunate breaks. Uh, but you know, Lawson signed that contract. He expects, expects to be here for a bit. So you have to bounce yeah. back. The next man up, there's a rotation. Uh, and this will give an opportunity to see what we have there. So let's yeah. look at it this way. We have a chance to develop some guys. You know, you're going to have Curry is going to be in the in the room as well as the, um, Lawson in the defensive lineman room. They're going to be able to coach some of these guys up, give them some tips, work with them a little bit to help out in the depth so these guys can get some experience and, and get that uh, you know, that insight from these guys who are, who are top-level professionals. So and that's all we can hope for at this point is that we have a coach who comes from a defensive background. He can, you know, he can he can work what he needs to work, and you know we'll we'll improve. Yeah, but no so trade. When you look at this situation, no, look, I, I hear you, Bill. I hear you, Bill. I was joking about that panic button, but there's a lot of you know Jets fans, and again, I respect everybody's take. They're saying, hey, we should be looking to bring somebody in the building, and I get it. You know, yeah. you want we just lost Lawson. You know, who knows when, you know, again, we'll see him at 100% probably next season. We'll see if he's, you know, going to fully heal from that injury, what we'll get from him. And so a lot of people are saying, hey, we need a pass rusher right now. This team needs to win something this year. We want to see some type of improvement. But I look at guys like, you know, that are already on the team, Huff, you know, Franklin Myers, guys like that are going to have to step up and fill in. But with this injury to Gerard Davis, it's really got people looking around saying, hey, 
who's the guy that's going to be able to second and step in and fill these spots? And for you, who's the guy on the roster right now that you feel like will be able to hold the fort until we get him back? Uh, until we get Davis back? Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think it, it's going to go to, uh, you know, Sherwood. That brought Are him you looking at a guy to, like Sherwood or Cashman or something yeah, like that? Sherwood, I think Sherwood definitely. And Cashman, if, I think you mentioned earlier, if that guy could stay healthy, yeah. I mean, he was yeah. uh, he was solid in college. A lot of promise. That's why they got him. And when he plays, he performs. So they're just going to have to, you know, just if they can put him out there, put him out there. But I think they're going to have to look at this Sherwood, uh, uh, put him out there and uh, see what, what he can perform. They got, draft a lot of guys yeah. with the same body type, similar kind of guys who are tweeners, linebacker, and safeties. So, you know, I think they really are going for these guys who can run and react. So, you know, they want a guy who can identify the play and just get there. So I think if that's what they're going for, and I think that's what it is, then – and not that, not that you know, yeah, you know, every guy's not just plug and play. But if that's what we're looking at for guys who are quick and get to the point of attack after identifying, then you know, then they just draft a whole bunch of guys like that. So we'll see who um, you know who starts out there and who sticks. It'll be very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So when you when you, you know going to to talk to you about this Packers game, when you look at the situation in this game, how impressed were you with Zach Wilson and some of the uh, attributes that he showed as a young quarterback? I mean, he's, you know, I, I wasn't uh, on the bandwagon for him, but he's our guy. And he's showing a lot mm-hmm. of things that you saw in college. You know, he works very hard. I don't know if you heard the story. The kid would drive to, like, San Diego from Utah for his coach because yep. you know, that was the only thing he could do. So he would drive, and he was after it. He's in, he's, he studies. So he's, he's a hard study. Kid's going to put in the work. And so, uh, yeah, it's definitely great that, you know, when you look at it, he didn't flame up. He didn't blow up. And he, he hung in there. Uh, he did what he needed to do. And, you know, it's just about – Getting his uh, getting his year under our belt, you know, it's a matter if the guy goes out and throws, you know, forty touchdowns, great. If those forty interceptions, great. As long as we can see that the guy's getting it, you know, is not just totally flaming out. As long as he can show us, okay, great. You know, like, yeah. in the press conferences, we'll see what his reactions are. We'll see what he, we take away mm-hmm. from that and how he learns. And the guy's a smart guy. Um, I was yeah. concerned a little bit about him kind of blowing up under pressure, uh, but we'll see what happens. He looked pretty good out there, so he's got to keep that going. And I think. Um, yeah. As long as we can keep him upright and he's not running for his life out there, then we should be okay. So when you look at the Jets special teams at this point, man, I'm looking at a guy like Amendola. He seems to be maybe the kicker we go into the season with, right? We got rid of Ficken. We got get, got rid of uh, Chris Nagar that was here. <sighs> there really has been – it's been very up and down there. Do you Are you confident in Amendola, especially after what he showed against the Packers, hitting from like 54 and 40 and – you know, I think he was three for three. Are you confident that he might be the guy that we can go into the season with and, you know, he can be steady at a, at a kicker's position here? Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know much about him, to be honest. I will be um, confident in Joe D picking him up. I'm confident in him being mm-hmm. coached up. And if they put the guy in the field, he's the guy. Uh, I have all the confidence in the world in him until he starts missing, right? <laughs> oh. No, look, I, I hear you. I hear you. So my final question for you, Bill, before I let you go, is when you look at the situation in this Eagles game coming up, what is the guy that you're looking at right now on this roster and you're saying, listen, you better have a solid game against these Eagles or you're probably going to be out the door. Who's the guy that you're looking oh, at and saying, door. hey, you're in a position competition right now, and if you do not play well against the Eagles, you're probably going to get cut. Who's the guy you think is on the bubble? Wow. Okay, so for the, the this cut down – uh, mm-hmm. that's going to be tough because there's so many injuries. There's so many guys that now they're going to have to keep some guys around who maybe I thought they'd be, uh, uh, you know, interested in letting go. Like, 
you know, Van Roten, um, that's a guy who I just, from last year to this year, I just don't see the, the love. I know a lot of guys love him. I just, you know, he's not, he's not the guy I would think that they would want to try it out there, but with so many injuries, they, they need to have someone flexible. You know, they, they need some flexibility. You know, we had mm-hmm. um, Vera Tucker miss a lot of camp. I'm not exactly sure if it was injury or just bringing him along a little bit slower, but, you well, know, the it was question mark. Yeah, no, okay. Okay. So they get him back up to speed and then we have, um, they could, you know, they may have to juggle that offensive line around a lot. So I don't think it would really get cut there. You're looking at the, um, defensive backs. I mean, there's 80 million guys or so. I mean, anybody can go. That's a, that's a, you know, that's, that's Russian roulette with our secondary from the linebacker side. We have injuries there. So we kind of need to keep guys in. So I would think that for, it has to be one of the running backs. I guess maybe they don't want to bring, I mean, we have about four guys. Um, that we're looking at. So someone, maybe P. Ryan might be a guy who's going to get cut. So I'm not sure how they're going to mm. deal with that, especially with, um, you know, do we want to keep four running backs in at this point? Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, look, yeah, I hear you. Uh, there's a lot of people t- that have talked about cutting P. Ryan, maybe Josh, or, yeah, maybe uh, Josh Adams is a guy that we let go. Adams. Or maybe you look, at the, yeah. you look at the tight end position too. Maybe Herndon could be a guy that's on his way out the door. You know, that could be a guy yeah. that could be gone. There's, there's you know, yeah, there's some guys out point. there for sure. Yeah, yeah, good yeah, point. Croft deal. came in. He impressed me. He was really uh, surprising. I know he's he's been around the league for a little bit, but Croft came in, uh, kind of relying on him. He's a go-to guy. Herndon, I see, I see him coming in the second half. He gets like one catch, and he's not very impactful. That's a guy coming out of Miami yeah. for Herndon. I know a lot of people are excited about him from the draft position, but you know when you go back and look at the tape in college, I don't think he was that exciting. I'm not just saying that now. That's no. something that I've said all along. He wasn't a guy that I expected to turn the world upside down. Um, and he yeah. had every opportunity in the world. So that's a guy. I think I'll, I'll steal your your take there, but that's a guy. There's so many people to the, the tight end position. We have guys, uh, you know, blocking yeah. tight ends, guys with some hands, guys with versatility. Out of the H back is going to run a lot. Um, and yeah. Erdin, he's guys, you know, he's the guy they tried to make the Swiss Army knife in terms of just putting him out all over the lineup and just throwing the ball in. But we haven't had a lot of success with him, and we're going to a run heavy D, uh, offense. I mean, you're right. Why do we yeah. really need Erdin? Yeah. Yeah, you know, we'll see what happens going forward. But, again, that, that cut is coming. That, that upcoming preseason game is coming, and we're going to – I'm telling you, there's going to be some guys on that list. But salutes to you, Bill. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. It was a great call from you. i got to get back to these lines there heating up. You have yourself yeah. a good night, my friend. Thank you. You too. Take care. All right. Listen, Bill calling in, okay? Bill calling in, and he has takes, all right? Salutes to Bill and salutes to the caller. <laughs> They've been fired so far. Again, you know, everyone, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. We are taking all callers. If you're watching the stream on YouTube, Long Beach Joe Jets, please give the stream a thumbs up. Please share the stream as well, you know, with your family, friends, along your social media. It helps the stream grow, helps me uh, get on out there. Also, if you want to hit the Super Chat, please do. Any donations you give is greatly appreciated. If you want to hit the Cash App, please do as well. If you don't want to hit the Super Chat, some people say, hey, Joe, you know, can I just send it to your cash app? Please do. It's right there at the bottom of the screen. And, again, I want to thank everyone uh, that has donated tonight. Salutes to Leon F. Kennedy as well. Thank you, you know, for the donation. So salute to everybody. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. Salute to Mr. Magic as well for that uh, feedback on iTunes. Salute to you, my friend. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Next, I'm going to my guy, Chris, man. I'm going to my guy, Chris, and I know Chris has some takes. Chris, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. Give me your thoughts yep. on this injury stuff that we got going on, man. <laughs> I mean, Davis, now he's out to week six. You got Vinnie Curry done for the season. 
Where are you turning for the Jets' pass rush at this point? I mean, are you a guy that's looking to make a trade well, and bring you know, the guy in? Here's the thing. Uh, we can actually go into the trade market, obviously. You know, there's some guys on the uh, on the free agent market we can also bring in. But, you know, it's a big mm-hmm. question, and nobody's really talked about this. Whatever happened, happened to Jabari Zaninga? He's a third-round pick. Talk about it. And he's like MIA. Talk about it. I, I, we we yeah, talked. Like, I've said a little he's bit. Nowhere, he's nowhere. He's nowhere. He's nowhere to be found. Right. It's a third round pick, and this is a guy that was supposed to be a a grooming pass rusher that was supposed to step in. Okay, and you got Bryce Huff, who was basically an undrafted free agent. I, I like Bryce Huff, by the way. And Jabari Zaninga is nowhere to be found. I mean, this, this is the mm-hmm. second Florida uh, outside linebacker that we had. That went into like this the complete dust, and uh, we and then we and a lot of people asked before the draft, hey, was this guy like the last guy you drafted? Remember, I forget his name. He was on the Seattle and he didn't get cut. Uh, he had a bad attitude. Yeah, I know. I know. He, he didn't hustle. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone was asking about him because he was supposed to be a first round pick, a talent, and then he just dropped off the talent. And yeah. I'm wondering where the guy is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering where's the Bryce yeah, Zinker because he was supposed to be a pass rusher, third round pick yeah. out of Florida, and Florida is a pretty good uh, school. You play some SEC, so where's this guy? Yeah. At? You know? Yeah. Um, but I, I, but there's the, people talking about yeah. that as well, especially with the last cuts as well, Chris. That was that was a great point because there was there was uh, fans that were saying, hey, how does Zuniga even? How did he even survive this cut? I mean, there were fans that were like, he should have been gone, but he's still here. And like you said as well, I just brought it up with, you know, uh, Vinny Curry gone for the season. You know, Lawson's gone. There's so many guys yeah. still looking for guys that can add to the pass rush. He's got to do something or you got to ask yourself. Yeah, they're going to have to bring the in some free agent guys. They're going to bring in the guy from the Browns maybe and a couple mm-hmm. other guys. They'll probably have to bring some veterans in to play. But, you know, yeah. Vic Beasley, they'll probably have to take a shot on him. I don't really want them to make Ooh. trades. I really want the team to build from the young. I don't really want them to go to Chandler Jones or somebody like that. You know, mm-hmm. I think Robert Salas to figure it out later. You know, with the with the hair, but you know, I mean, you always. Got, I mean, I wouldn't worry about the defense because you got J.J. Mosley, and I told everybody from the beginning, right? This mm-hmm. is what I told everybody. Like, I said, you're gonna watch a guy that's gonna be the defensive player of the year, and I'm saying it on your show right now. That he we will listen. be the defensive player of the year. He will. It will not even be a question. He will be okay. the defensive player of the of the year. And this guy was going to show everybody that he he's like one of the the best middle linebacker in the NFL. So I think that okay. with him coming back full time and him coming back, that's going to make the defense uh, better. Even if we have some subpar guys on on that team, uh, we got some uh, some great offensive linemen. Bryce Huff's coming along. You know, but I mean, you got C.J. Mosley. I mean, can you name the linebackers that was on the uh, on the on the Baltimore when he was there? I mean, I mean they were okay, but you know, nobody's like you know all world like that. But he makes a good play like that as a quarterback of the defense, and he makes the defense mm-hmm. better. I would take too much stock in these preseason games. We always do that as Jets fans. Mm-hmm. We always take stock in preseason. <laughs> let's, let's stop trashing the defense on the on a one preseason game and praising the offense like they're the next coming of uh, whatever. Let's see it happen in the regular season. We have the right to be skeptical, Jeff fans. We do. Yeah, 
Yeah, that, I, look, I understand you, Chris. I, I hear you. I, look, I hear you. I hear your take. You, you're bringing it right now. You know what I'm saying? I hear exactly what you're saying. I, you know, I, I, Here we go. You know, I hear you. I hear you, Chris. You're starting to light up. I see you starting to get a little upset. You're upset when people, you know, kind of pushing CJ Mosley aside. I've said, I, I didn't say he was going to be the best linebacker in the, in, the, in the league. I did not say that, but I did say that I thought he was going to come up, come in, show up, and show out, and I think he'll have a solid season for us. I definitely think he'll quiet a lot of the fan base that, you know, is constantly talking about how, you know, two games, two years, and we shouldn't have paid him, and he's overrated and all these things. But, you know, we'll see what happens right. going forward. I know that the, the Jets' defense definitely struggled against the Packers, you know, stopping them from running the ball. But like yeah. you said as well, the offense, a lot of people were praising it. But what are your thoughts about what we've seen so far from Zach Wilson? All right. So I text you. I text you. I hit you on on, on Facebook, right? And I was mm-hmm. gonna say I was gonna drop a bomb on your show. And one <laughs> okay. of the things that, that, that one of the things that I was I disagreed with, right? And mm-hmm. I disagreed with Jack Zach Wilson a starting season. Mm-hmm. I thought we should have brought in a veteran uh, 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 quarterback, and then brought Zach then brought Zach in at, at week six, week seven. Mm-hmm. You know. To, to kind of help him along, see how it is, see how the progressions is, see how the thing. He's looking good. They're looking like they're going to protect him with the running game and, and stuff like that. Just, yeah. just, I'm just not a firm believer. And I look back from the statistics mm-hmm. of the guys who just started, who you just put in the game, and it's not good. The only guy that mm-hmm. actually did anything from the first-round picks who they just threw in in the last 10 years was Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston, uh, what is his, uh, Marcus Mariota. These guys came in with big resumes, and they didn't, it wasn't up to the job. Now, that could be a whole lot of things, the coaching and everything else. It has to do with a whole bunch of situations. But you could do the research tonight. Look at the guys who came in in the last 10 years. I mean, Justin Herbert was, a, was, 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 a, was, a, was an exception. You know, I, got, I looked at that, and he was pretty good last year. But he had a good team around him. But, but, but besides that, bringing in a rookie quarterback does not translate for good for his career. But it looks like that could be the exception. But on my team, mm-hmm. I would actually rather sit him for six games and then bring him in and bring in a guy like uh, thing. But he's played good. He's played good. He's played. He's yeah, played I, good. But yeah, I, you know, I mean, he's played solid to me. I'm not interested in sitting him, you know, for a couple of weeks. I think you take a guy like that that high, especially in the situation that we're in, and you know, you start him. I think he's looked good so far. He's really shown us some progression. He's really shown us some things that we should be excited about when we talk about young quarterbacks keeping his eyes down the field, being able to make the plays, the arm the arm strength, the release is really good. Him being able to right. manipulate defenses with his eyes, I, I think he uh I think he uh he you know, he he's looked pretty solid so far. But listen, Chris, but I gotta get back to the lines go ahead. Go ahead. Let me, I'll, I'll make the, my final final point. Mm-hmm. final thought. He was going against third string offenses, man. We can't we can't do this, man. Like every time we get a guy that's that's looking pretty good we end and herald him like Mark, like, like Sam Donald. I, I I just have I just want to pump the brakes on this dude until we until we see it more. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, look, I I get it, and I think everybody needs to taper their expectations. I know that there's a lot of Jets fans that are thinking he's going to come in and throw for just unbelievable amount of yardage. But I, like you said as well, I think yeah. we need to kind of taper our expectations when we talk about him. But I think he's going to be, okay. you know, solid for this season. I think he's going to be able to do things. So we'll see what happens going forward. He's been impressive yep. so far. I'm excited about him, Chris. But i got to get back to these lines, my man. All, All right. right. So I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good night. Listen, Chris calling in with the fire. I respect. 
respect it. I absolutely respect what he brings to the table, and he knows his stuff. We're going to keep going to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. All right, we are taking all callers. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, these lines are hot. We're going to get to everybody. Just please be patient, all right? So next, I'm going to my guy, Mickey. Mickey, I'm coming directly to you. Salutes to you, my friend. Mickey, it's good to speak to you. Give me your thoughts about these injuries that we're seeing with the New York Jets right now, man. Gerard Davis out until week six. You got Beckton with a concussion. Now Vinny Curry is not going to play at all. He's done for the season. How are you feeling about this snake-bitten Jets team, man? I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I kind of want to make a joke about it, but these are real human beings getting hurt, not just players on Mm -hmm. my Madden franchise. Um, Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to be mad and say, you know, what's going on with their training staff. But, I mean, it's a contact sport. I mean, these guys are hitting each other as hard as they possibly can until someone submits or one's bodies break. So I don't think it's some grand conspiracy against the Jets like things usually are. It's just... To me, I think it's just football. I mean, people get hurt, and unfortunately for us, it just so happens to be players that we really need. But, I mean, it's kind of what can you do? How can you get too upset when, like, every team in the NFL is going to have to deal with key players getting hurt? It's just a part of the game. Yeah, yeah. So when you look at the situation now, you know, I said something like that as well earlier in this uh, in the show. And I said, listen, the same thing that we said with Lawson is the same thing we got to say with this situation with Davis. It's got to be the next man up. Now, when you look at this linebacker situation, who's the next man up in your mind? Is it Jamin Sherwood? Would you like to see Cashman? I mean, who's the guy you think is actually going to be able to fill that spot until we get Davis back and see some type of production out of him? I honestly have no idea. Um, uh, This last hit is kind of like I can't go that far down on the – depth chart and with any kind of sincerity be like oh yeah then this person can totally do because I, I really don't know what they're capable mm-hmm. of and I haven't really seen a lot of tape of them I just it just be cap he coming on here and be like oh uh, Matt Davis <laughs> he's this guy we got in the seventh round but man he was a playmaker at uh, Georgetown Community <laughs> College I mean I think he's going to be the next one yeah. I I really I really don't know but I assume every linebacker on our team knows how to play the position so, you know, uh-huh. you can be pleasantly surprised by someone. Okay. Yeah, no, look, I respect that. Like I said as well earlier in the show, is I think Cashman is a guy that I'm looking at, but Cashman cannot stay healthy. He's got to stay healthy. When he actually is healthy, he looks solid, but he's never really healthy. <laughs> you know, he plays like two, three, <laughs> maybe four games a season, and then we never see him again. You know what I'm saying? He's always on the injury list. And Sherwood's a guy that we just got in. Uh, he might be a guy that can fill that spot as well. But we'll see, you know, going forward. So my next and final question for you, Mickey, because, you know, you know your stuff is, what are your thoughts about Zach Wilson so far, you know, in this preseason? The Packers game, I thought he played really well. What are your expectations of him as well going forward? My feelings with Zach, there's been a lot of people that asked me about Zach Wilson. There's been people at my job, people on the street, people on the community page of the town that I live in. Um people that I owe money to, my ex-girlfriends ask me a lot. They all want to know what do I feel, has my feelings about Zach Wilson that's changed since he's been, you know, looking pretty good, and they mm-hmm. haven't. My feelings are the same. He is a young quarterback that had a lot of time in college. He's probably not going to have a lot of time now, but he's, you know, he's just getting accustomed to the NFL 
um, how how quick the game is. And he's playing against a bunch of grown men. In college, he was playing against yeah. guys. Some guys wanted to be a real, realtor or a neurologist or something. Everyone in the NFL wants to be their position, and they're just <laughs> waiting for someone to make an example out of. So yeah. I'm not going to take uh, a game where he has a really great one and then crowd him the second coming of – I don't think the Jets have ever had a quarterback that I can really say was the best. Who could, the second coming of Joe Namath? But mm-hmm. you know he's going to have good games. He's also going to have bad games. And I'm not going to do like, oh, he's super great, and then go, oh, he's terrible. We wasted a draft pick. Uh, my my expectations for his season is very straight down the line. He's going to have mistakes. He's going to have uh, great spots. But either way, I mean, he. I think. Personally, when all is said and done, he's going to be a competent NFL quarterback, but that's as okay. far as I'm going to get him. Yeah, listen, and I'll take that. We need the Packers. I mean, it's always good to be the Packers. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, listen. No, listen, Mickey, I'll take a competent, solid quarterback. I'll take that every day. <laughs> you can get places yes, with a competent, solid quarterback. You know, look how long we have look, not Look at the Ravens. How long? I'm saying Ravens in 2000, whatever it was. Just give me the defense and we a quarterback that can see straight. We're good. Yeah, yeah, I can take that. So listen, Mickey, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. I got to get back to these lines. They are hot. You have yourself a good night. Listen, next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, man. I love you know how you come on and (laughs) your sense of humor and how hilarious you are, man. You have yourself a good night, all right? I try very hard. Have a good rest of your show, man. Stay safe. (laughs) All right, you have a good one. Listen, that's Mickey. Mickey calls in. He he, he brings the laugh. Man. We're gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Call in if you're watching the show on YouTube. Long Beach Joe Jets is the YouTube. Please subscribe if you have not subscribed. Also give the stream a thumbs up if you have not given it a thumbs up yet. And please share the stream as well. When you subscribe, also hit that bell. So you get the notifications as well, too. If you want to hit the Super Chat for your donations, please do. I take all donations. Again, salutes to Leon S. Kennedy tonight. Gave the, gave the stream a little bit. All donations are uh, greatly appreciated. Also, as well, if you don't want to hit the Super Chat, you want to hit me in my Cash App, please do. The Cash App is right at the bottom of the screen. Anything that you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. And salutes as well to the, uh, to the chat of all chats to the savages in my chat. They absolutely go crazy. I call them the savages because they're absolutely savage. They will absolutely get after you. So salutes to everybody there. Salutes to, to Baked as well. Good to see you in here. And, again, if you have not subscribed, please subscribe to the channel. So we're going to get back to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. Next, we're going to 914-914. We're coming directly to you. Maxwell Monty will come to you in a second. Uh, but 914, we're coming directly to you. Salutes to yep. you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, give me your thoughts about this Jets-Packers game, man. How, what was your assessment of the offense in this football game? Well, you want to know what? I, I like it. I like, you know, Zach looks comfortable. It looks like it's not too big for him. He looks like he's ready for the moment. Uh, his, mm-hmm. his command of it, his, you know, Corey Davis uh, was excellent. The run, I like the run game. Um, Tyler Croft had some really good uh, touchdowns there. Didn't expect that. But, you know, yep. it's nice to see that they're working the tight ends into the offense. You know, honestly, yep. the thing that I – honestly, the defense doesn't worry me that much because you got to remember, Quentin Williams isn't out there. And he yep. is, you know, 
the kiss of death to any opposing team's running game. Yep. I mean, you know, so you don't have to worry about that. And, you know, I was gonna, probably going to say what a lot of previous callers have said, you know. I don't think you need a pass rusher. This isn't a year to compete. It's more of, you know, establishing the culture, developing the young players, you know. Next mm-hmm. year you have all the draft capital. You're going to have the cap space. You're going to have the allure of Zach Wilson after one year in. and he's pro- In my opinion, and I know this is crazy, I believe Zach Wilson is going to do something no Jets offensive player has done since no Jets rookie offensive player has done since 1965. Do you know what that is? Go ahead and tell us. I'm waiting for this take. Here we go. Well, what was the what was the Jets' big rookie offensive player in 1965? I know you're not going to talk about. Are you Are you talking about Joe? Go what, ahead. Just, what did, just he, give us your what take. did he win in 1965? I know. Give us your take. I want to hear it from you. Don't. I, I, I'm going to say this right now. I, I'm, Zach Wilson, I think, right now is going to prop is my favorite pick to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Okay. Okay. Well, look, look right now. None of the other him and Lawrence are the only two rookies that are going to start quarterback. They're going to start mm-hmm. week one. And so mm-hmm. far, the Jacks have been an absolute mess in the preseason. I always mm-hmm. I I get said I have I had the same feeling about Meyer that I had about Freddie Kitchens. That I just did not like that hiring. I felt like it was a it was done just to draw in the college fan base in the area of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you, like look, look, quarterbacks get the preference always in this voting system. Uh, he's going to start all week. I think he has the supporting cast, he has the coaching, and everything that benefits him to win the award. And like well, I said, you know, I, I look at the situation like this. I look at the situation like this. I'm not a guy. I'm not a guy that that you know looks at it and says, you know, I, maybe he will win offensive rookie of the year. I'm not going to put that out there. I did not say that. I'm not. I, I, I just I'm just want, saying. I think he has. I, I think him, he has the best chance. Yeah, I I just I just want to see him go out there, be competent, pick up the offense, continue to make plays, stay healthy. That's what I want to see. I want to see see him do all those things. I understand and I respect those that, you know, think he's going to be the offensive rookie of the year. I mean, we, we have a solid wide receiving core, our running game, you know, for the looks of it is going to be effective. You know, hopefully our offensive line, once they get all get together, they'll gel well and be able to play out there. You know, we'll see what happens. I know you're worrying about those. Those are, those are big expectations. Go ahead. Go ahead. on. I I know. I know. I didn't worry about Beckham, but here's the thing. That's the one good thing about ABT. If he has the flexibility, he's primarily a guard, but he has experience at tackle. So if you want to, you know, if Beckton's not 100%, you can, in a pinch, use him as a tackle, and you can, you know, well, you can I, wait, wait, wait a second. ABT was a yes, he was a he played a little bit of tackle at SC. Yes, he did. But it, when you look at his uh, when you look at his grade as uh, in, in the pros, it's more of a guard. I think you have to look at a guy like Fant. That's a guy that a lot of people have forgotten about that's actually on the roster. Now, he's a guy that can play some swing tackle. He's a guy that can, you know, possibly move over there and fill in, you know, as, as Mikai Beckton is going to be down this, this week. He's a guy well, that I mean, I guess you, there's, there's a lot of different combinations up, so. for this offensive line. Mm-hmm. 
This, this is the yeah, good thing so about just, this year compared to years past. But we're just hoping past. that they, they all are able to able to gel at one point. They're all able to get out there on the field and, you know, really build that because that's tough to build along the offensive line. So my last question before I let you go, man, is when you look at this upcoming Eagles game, right, what is a player that you're looking at and you're saying, hey, if you don't have a solid outing against the Eagles, you're probably going to be gone. What is a player that you're picking is on the bubble? Mm, that's a, well, that's a tough one. I haven't really looked at it right now. Um, I actually haven't looked at it honestly. I'm, that's a that that's a really tough question. I haven't actually looked at the roster recently. What are your thoughts about a guy like Josh? Maybe Josh Adams, or maybe even a guy like Chris Herndon. I mean, <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess both of those guys probably need a good game, probably mm-hmm. to to stay on the roster. You know. I think mm-hmm. probably one of the running backs is probably going to get cut. We have just way too many. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can see that happening, man. I can see Herndon being let go because, again, with Croft stepping up the way he has, we're seeing what's going to happen with Griffin. I know he's still dealing with, I think, it's a hamstring injury. We'll see when he's going to be back. But Herndon's usage isn't very high. And then you got Wesco out there making plays. I mean, Kenny Yabow, we'll see, especially with some of the guys that we're going to have to bring on with the injuries that we have as well. You know, who knows what happens going forward. But, again, listen, man, i got to get back to these lines. I want to thank okay, you wait, wait, can I, can I tell you one quick thing? Go ahead, go ahead. All right, I, I did this a while back. I actually figured out the top five Jets quarterback to wide receiver duos. You want to hear this? Yeah, go, go ahead, really quickly. Okay, so number five is Chad Pennington to Lavernius Coles. Number four, mm-hmm. Vinny Testaverde to Wayne Krebet. Number three, Ken O'Brien to Al Toon. Number two, Richard Todd to Wesley Walker. And number one, Joe Namath to Don Maynard. Hey, we'll we'll see what happens, man. We'll see maybe Zach and Elijah Moore will be on that list one day. Maybe we'll see Zach to Corey Davis be on that list. So we'll see what happens. But, again, man, I want to thank you for calling in. We're going to get back to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. We are taking all callers. Next, we're going to my guy, Maxwell, man. Maxwell, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. Listen, Maxwell, give me your thoughts about this situation right now with the Jets to pass rusher. We've already lost Lawson. Now we lose Vinny Curry for the season. Would you like to see the New York Jets step out there and make a trade to acquire a pass rusher? I think they should do it. Honestly, my opinion. Like, all these people think, oh, we should do it. But, like, we have a lot of players are injured. I, I get it. We wouldn't sign that um, Cardinals guy. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember, like, the call. Chandler Jones. Oh, yeah, Chandler Jones. I forgot. And then, mm-hmm. But I think you, were, you would give up so many assets. But I think I was reading, like, on this uh, wire, think, like, Carl Nassib or mm-hmm. – because I think Carl Nassib or, like, that fourth overall pick um, out of – what was that Raiders um, – oh, yeah, Cleveland Farrell. Like, I think he could be a decent edge rusher. I mean, he didn't, never worked out with, like, the Raiders. He was promising. Mm-hmm. I think we can sign Cleveland Farrell and give up like maybe a sixth round pick. And, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, yeah so we can sign him to one year contract and see if he proves it all. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've heard Jets fans talk about that as well. It's kind of going after maybe some lower level guys bringing them in. And if we do make a trade, nothing for nothing high, you know, maybe a fourth or fifth rounder or something like that. So my next question for you as well, my friend, is. When you look at this situation, you know, along our offensive line with Vera Tucker back, what are your expectations out of him, you know, if he plays against these Eagles? Are you looking to see him really go out there, get physical, and beat guys up? 
Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree with you. He needs to be physical. He needs to be in the run game. So, like, when Zach Wilson's kind of got out of the pocket, not like Darnold, we only have, like, five seconds to throw. I want them to protect Zach Wilson, maintain a running game with Ty Johnson, uh, uh, Josh Adams, Michael Carter. That's my thought. Yeah. So, so far, this is my final question for you. You're really bringing the heat, my man, is uh... – what are, you, what are your thoughts about Zach Wilson so far, you know, in preseason, especially going into this Eagles game? Are you excited with his performances? I think he's pretty good. He's, like, one of the quarterback sleepers in fantasy. I think he can be a really good quarterback. And if he keeps mm-hmm. playing the regular season, guys said, oh, the last caller said, oh, I think Zach Wilson is going to win offensive rookie of the year. I highly disagree with that. I mean, yeah. if you want, like, I might be surprised if he wins it. He has to be like Justin Herbert, and that's, like, impossible because yeah. Justin Herbert had literally the greatest rookie year of all time. In my opinion, I think Zach Wilson's having 20 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. I'm just being honest. No, and yeah, look, I, I've heard, yeah, no, I, I've heard a lot of people say that as well, that he's going to have, you know, maybe 20 touchdowns, like you said, 15 interceptions or, or, you know, something like that where, again, he's a young rookie quarterback, and especially as well, you've got to look at the situation. We're going to be running the ball a lot. We're going to be running the ball a lot. I think a lot of people are – you know, really taking that in the toll. Again, I love Zach. I think he looks very solid. But, you know, offensive rookie of the year, I think is, you know, a bit much. Let's, I, I want to scale it back. I just want him to go out there and play well. That's all I'm worried about right now. I'm not going to say offensive rookie of the year. We'll see how things go, especially with the injuries that we're being hit with left and right. But, listen, Max, I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. It was great to speak uh, with you. You have yourself a good night, all right? Before we go off the call, I'm, I'm going to shout uh-huh. out with my YouTube link. Um, it's my YouTube channel oh, is Max Semi Jets. If anyone wants to subscribe to me, it's Max Semi Jets. It's talk about New York Jets contact, talk about fantasy football. I'm going to make a series about like top quarterbacks. I already have a video out about how to prepare for your fantasy football draft. If anyone's interested, just subscribe to me on Max Semi Jets. Absolutely. Salutes, man. And, and, and good to see you on your YouTube channel. You have yourself a good night, all right? So we're going to keep getting to these lines again 515 Six zero two nine six three nine. Call in. We are taking all callers. So I'm gonna keep getting back to these lines, and I already hear it. My alarm's going off. Here, I hear it. I hear it. I think this is a security yes, system. Sir. Mate, Pete, let me let me let me turn this. It's it's Monty. Anybody that yes, knows, sir. knows that Monty yes, sir. tries to sneak in every time, and I catch. Yes, sir. I've up, yes, sir. I've up my security. I've upped it. Okay, I've upped my yeah, security. I told you, I told you a little last bit more. time, you better get the CIA. CIA, Listen, I need, I, I'm, I'm going to need everybody. I'm damn near close to it, all right? I made sure to pay these guys. <laughs> they need to be paid. You ain't sneaking in no more. What it so do, Joey? Salutes to you, Monty. Salute it's good to talk to you, all right? Like, another week Always of talking good. jets. Let's get to it quick. Listen. Okay. Okay. We, we, we got a lot of injuries. Gerard Davis. Out to week six, you got Vector with a concussion. You got Vinny Curry. You know he's done for the season. What do you make of all mm-hmm. this stuff, man? I mean, it's football. That's to be expected. You know what you really want to do is just make sure you have enough depth to be able to withstand all the uh, all the injuries that you're gonna have to deal with during the season. So I mean, I, I, I it's football, man. I think every every team is probably dealing with some sort of injuries. You know, it just so happens that, you know, all, all the players that we're really counting on are really injured, and we just don't have the, you know, uh, enough depth to be able to uh, really withstand all the injuries. So, I mean, this to be expected. 
you know, it, you know, you just got to build, <laughs> you just got to build the team better, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Got to get better and players you talk in there. Got You it, guys got to step up, and that's what it all comes yeah. down to. Yeah, you talking about building the team, Monty? There's a lot of Jets fans saying to themselves, "Listen, we lost Lawson. Now Vinny Curry's gone down. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to figure out who's going to be this guy's going to get after." They're saying, "Listen, the hell with building the team. Let's go get a guy. Let's go make a trade. Let's give up some picks." A lot of people screaming about Chandler Jones. Let's go after him. Let's bring him in the building. What are your thoughts about that? Should the Jets make a trade for a pass rusher and try to get a guy in the door? No, you absolutely don't do that because we're going to – from what I understand, I think Chandler Jones is on a one-year deal. So unless you're going to mm-hmm. break the bank for him, then there's no, there's, there's no real point of, of trying to bring him in. So I, mm-hmm. I think you just stay put. You see how the season uh, develops. And you based all, all your moves off of what happens this season. Now, if the Jets have a successful season, I don't think they're going to have a successful season. I think, like I said, I think they're probably going to, only going to win one or two games. But you want to uh, be able to see progress within the team, and and if you see any type of progress, you might want to go out there and get a you know a, a Chandler Jones. But it's way too soon, man. It's way too soon to go out there and, and get a guy. You get a guy like Chandler Jones. Put, to be the piece to put you over the top. But you, it, there's just so much uncertainty with this team. You just don't know where, where the talent is developing from. This is a season where you just want to be able to see who can step up and be the guy, be the blue chip, the blue chip guy on the team. And this team yeah. just isn't ready for a guy like Chandler Jones. No, listen. And listen, pay attention, everybody listening. Uh, Monty just said the Jets are only going to win one or two games. Here That's we go. I'm yes, just letting yes. I'm just highlighting hey, that. No, hey, <laughs> said the Jets yep, are only going to yep, win. Nope. Don't, don't hit me up. Save it. Hit I up Monty. Save. Can you save this? Can you save it? Can you save <laughs> it? It's saved. It's on iTunes. Okay. It's, on, it's on my podcast. Yeah. It's on everywhere. You can, you can yeah. download cool. my show on Blog Talk Radio, Long Beach Joe Show. You can go there mm-hmm. and download you know the show, and you can play it that part over and over again. Monty said we we're only going to win <laughs> one or two games this season. One or two. That's games, Monty. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna keep rolling along because uh, you've had quite a colorful take there. I'm sure people will definitely give their feedback. Salute to all the savages in the chat. Uh, so when you look at this situation, right, and we have these injuries, you're talking about, hey, we mm-hmm. can stick with what we got. Don't make the trade, right? So who's the guy that mm-hmm. you're looking at right now that you feel like is going to be able to fill in for Davis at this point, right? Because with him being out there, who's going who's gonna to be the guy that's going to step in and fill in until we see him come back for some production? Are you looking at a guy like Sherwood? Are you looking at Cashman? I mean, who are you looking at? To fill so in I don't, linebacker? So I'm going to be honest. I don't really know too much about Sherwood. I've never really mm-hmm. seen him play. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, I really couldn't give you any, any information on this guy. I'm not even going to front and that like I know, you know, if I, I've seen him play. I haven't seen the guy play. Uh, Blake Cashman, yeah. I think, is a guy who who will be able to like you know step into that role. He's a guy that I wanted yeah. to step into the role uh, before yeah. uh, Gerard Davis because uh, he's more of a uh, I would say he he has better cover skills than than Davis. Uh, but yeah. the dude just can't stay healthy to save his life. I think if he was able to stay healthy, I think I think uh, Blake Cashman would definitely be uh, a, a really good player. But um yeah, Blake Cashman is the guy who who I would want to step into that into that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you watch this Packers game, man, because there were some things mm-hmm. that I saw, some things that I liked, some things that I really didn't. And one of the things I mm-hmm. really didn't was the 
running defense. We got completely slammed by this Packers second team slash mm-hmm. third team starting offense. What were your thoughts about that, and does that concern you going into this next game? Do you think that the Jets will have some issues, or do you think it's just, you know, they're trying to figure things out and we're missing some guys? Uh, I think it's a little bit of uh, – it's a combination of both. I think the Jets are really – they, the Jets really don't have anybody playing on the defensive line that you that, – that, 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 that's going to be starting from uh, week one. Uh, Quentin Williams didn't play. Uh, I don't think uh, Carl Lawson played. Um, mm-hmm. did, or did, did Carl Lawson play? Did, did he play? No, he's on game? IR. No, Carl Lawson's yeah, on yeah, IR. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't remember if he was on IR before or after. That Okay. Yeah, you okay. got heard at so, the uh, yeah, at so, the uh, at the practice, the joint practice. Got you, got you. Before, okay. Yeah. So I I, I don't think those are guys who are uh you, you don't have all your guys playing. So yeah, I, I kind of expect them to get bold uh bold those then push around and also uh I don't think they're really scheming in pre in in preseason. I don't think Sal is a yeah. guy who's really going to be scheming. I think you're going to get you're going to see the majority of of the, the the scheming and 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 practice and in those in those uh those joint practices you know that's yeah, when you're going to yeah. see the majority of everything yeah, yeah. i don't think what you thought i don't about... think i don't think Salah wants to show his hand too much yeah no absolutely and I, that's that's usually how preseason goes you're speaking facts right there now when you look at the yeah. situation on offense so it was something i really liked and we've had quite a bit of callers call in tonight and talk about Zach Wilson, you know, possibly being the offensive rookie of the year. I want you to give me your thoughts on that. And I also want you to give me your thoughts on, uh, you know, his performance against the Packers because I thought he looked really good out there. Man, dude, Zach Wilson looks really good. I'm not even a Zach Wilson fan, but the thing that I really pay attention attention to about quarterbacks is that release, man. If If they have good feet and they have a good release, and he's always, it seems like he's always just anticipating throws you know like he's anticipating guys getting open and that's what i like it's it's just quick boom 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 and if we're able to protect him i think man i think the sky's the limit i think the jets actually really they really have a a player in in, in zach wilson the only thing that i'm concerned about is just uh between the ears if he can if if, if he can process things quickly uh is if the game is too fast for him like i i physically i think he has it you know he's just a, a pure natural thrower of the football and the jets have not had that in i don't think in ever like i i i, I kind of you know i like sam but i don't think he was a, a a natural passer of the football he had bad mechanics uh bad bad feet work uh it, it, it just didn't I, I, he was nowhere near the passer of Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Nowhere near. No, look, I, but what, what I saw with Zach you. Wilson in the in the in the Packers game, I was I was very. He's one of the bright spots of of the uh, of the Jets, and I'm not too excited to be watching Jets football this year. Besides, like seeing Zach Wilson progress, and I obviously I mm-hmm. want to see other you know players progress as well. But I, I think Zach Wilson is a player. I think he's he has the potential to be a All Pro caliber. Um, talent, you know, from mm-hmm. what I see. But then again, I look at it. It's only it's only preseason. It's only preseason. Yeah. You're not getting you're not getting the starters right now with the Packers. You're not getting the start. You didn't get the starters with the Giants. But I'm just saying, just from just 
watching him throw the football, it looks beautiful, mm-hmm. man. And I and I yeah. hope he can just progress and be become that 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 guy we've been looking for. Yeah, and and it's effortless too. That's the that's the big thing with me. His throws just look so effortless. Like he's just he's yeah. just playing out there. He's just out there doing his thing. Like you know, it, it's right, right, so right. My, fi- my like final question when you were watching ahead. the college highlight. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, Joe. it yeah. just kind of looked like no, when no, you were no. watching the college highlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the arm strength, the release, like you said, it's there. You know, and again, I wasn't a big. Uh, you know, Fields, uh, I wasn't a big Wilson guy. I wasn't. Justin Fields yeah. was my guy, and I'm going to keep saying that. Yeah. He was my guy, but Wilson mm-hmm. definitely looks solid. I'm glad, you know, we got him. I'm glad he's here. So my final question before I let you go, Monty, because you're really big in the heat right now. Really quickly, <laughs> man, give me your thoughts on this Jets upcoming game against the Eagles. We're getting Elijah Moore back. We're getting Vera Tucker back. What are your expectations from those two guys? Uh, I expect big things from uh, Elijah Moore, um, and I, I want to see uh, Vera Tucker uh, come in. And I, I don't know if Becton is gonna is gonna play. The, what, what does it look like to diagnose? I didn't get a chance to look. Is it something serious? It looks like he's. It looks like it looks like Becton's got a concussion, dude. Like he was, you know, they talked about the head-on collision. He's dizzy. He's throwing up on the side, sidelines. That is a telltale yeah. sign of a concussion. When you barking yeah, like they that, should, they should just you don't know what's going on. Yeah, he probably yeah. is not gonna play. I'm gonna guess he's not playing. All right. Yeah, yeah, they should just sit him. But I was really looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing that left side of of Beckton and Vera Tucker together because yeah. I feel like that left side, especially running the ball, would 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 be balling guys. But you know, if they yeah. want to just take precaution, I kind of get it too. But yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking for for a big game from Elijah Moore, man. I want to see. I I keep see, hearing all the things that he's doing in practice, all the deep balls and, and that he's catching. But it's all it's all gonna depend on you know what what the Eagles do. Like I don't I don't know if they're gonna you know play their starters. I don't know if they're they're gonna really scheme up this practice. But it all it all depends. But I expect big yeah. things from uh, Elijah Moore, and I think he might he might be a player. He might be a player that yeah. uh, that the Jets can uh, look forward to seeing as well. But you know I haven't yeah. seen it in the game yet. I'm just hearing things from practice. So, yeah. you know, the things that I'm hearing from practice are, are really good from him, but I just don't I, – I, I have to see it with my own eyes. Yeah. You know what? Listen, Monty, this has been a fire call from you. Studio audience, let's give Monty a hand, man. <laughs> give him a hand, I guess. <laughs> give him a hand. Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah show, show me some love, man. Yeah, what's, yeah shout out to the savages, man. Shout out no, to that, the that's, savages. No, that's, that's enough. That's enough. Let's not give Monty too much. See how he, you know, you see how he gets. I don't pay y'all that much. Don't be giving him too much of a hand, all right? Listen, salutes, Monty. I want to thank you for calling in, man. It's always great to speak to you. Next time I have always. a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Oh, always, man, always. You know you're going to hear from me. Beef up that security, man. <laughs> all right. You have yourself a good night, Monty. All right, man. <laughs> Listen, Monty calling in. This is, a, this is a heck of a show, man. A lot of great callers. <laughs> salute to all the callers again. Salute to Monty. It's always great to speak to him. You know, Monty's got his own takes. The Savages in the chat going to absolutely get after him. We already know how it goes. So, you know, Monty's going to bring his takes. He's going to say what he got to say. But I'm going to go ahead and close out the show now. It's been phenomenal. Phenomenal show. It's great to speak with everybody. Uh, you know, this upcoming Eagles game, I'm just really hoping that the New York Jets come out, look clean, uh, you know, are really precise. I'm looking to see Zach Wilson come out and really get the ball out of his hands quickly, continue to grow, continue to grow, continue to show us, you know, that he's making progressions as a uh, young quarterback in this league. You know, whoever they put out there, I just, I, you know, 
Above all, I just want everybody to just go in healthy and come out healthy. That's all I want at this point, okay? All right, we're losing guys left and right. Just, just you know, if we sit all of our starters, I don't have an issue with that at this point. I don't want to see anyone else go down, okay? I just don't, all right? Goodness gracious, please just come out of the game healthy. We've lost so many guys. But we'll see what happens, especially what they're going to do at linebacker. So we're definitely going to – Going to see what the New York Jets do, but goodness gracious, please just come out of there healthy. So, listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. Again, that's YoungJ000. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. Troll me. No issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will troll you right back with my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times, I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on, all right? Understand, that man's back in business, and he's about to show you all what time it is, all right? So I'm also on the show's page on Twitter as well as The Long Beach Joe. You can go there. Please follow the show's page as well. Go back and forth. We can talk about all kinds of things, talk about football. I have people that just want to talk to me just about regular stuff. No issues whatsoever. That's what it's all about. So please follow the show's page as well at The Long Beach Joe. I'm also on YouTube as well at Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets is the YouTube. Please go there, subscribe, give the videos a thumbs up, click that notification button. And if you want to troll me in the comments, no issues. You can troll me. I'll go right back and forth with you there. That's where I also live stream the show. We game. We do all kinds of things. We have a lot of fun. So please Go there and subscribe to the channel. As always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone, free hugs for everyone that will cost you absolutely nothing. I want to thank everyone for listening tonight. Thank everyone for calling in. Without you folks, I am absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to call in and listen to the show. And salute to all the donators as well. Salute to Mr. Madison. Salute to Leon S. Kennedy, all right? So you folks have a good one. Peace. (laughs) 